Hey, this is Lawrence Juba from Wings, and you're listening to Fab Four Free For All. And welcome to another edition of the Fab Four Free For All. I am your moderator for this great show, Mitch Axelrod, and joining me as they always are, and I'm so glad they do, are... Rob Leonard and Tony Chiguardo. And we are going to do something that we have not ever, ever done. Hard to believe. <laughs> Very hard to believe because we've been doing this for 40 years. 107 years. 112 years. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We're going to do a wrap up show a for year the end. year, a year end wrap up wow. show. And we've never, ever done that, which no. is kind of weird because usually we have a lot of shows that we just keep going. But this year, you know. You know, we had to do a lot of washing and a lot of cooking and a lot of cleaning, so... Uh, I'm holding up the negatives of the butcher cover right yes. now. That's right. Oh, I thought you were holding up some different <laughs> negatives. Uh, thank goodness for that, um, because Lord knows we don't want to see that. But anyway, this has been a really, really busy year in Beetle land, Beetledum, yeah. Beetle geekdom, whatever. It, has, it actually has. It's, oh. it's hard to believe that it's, it's seemingly every month something has happened. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's not small things either. No, it's, it's, it's really not. Yeah. And everybody got involved. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. I know you're all thinking, George, but we'll get to that because George is even involved here. Right. So, I mean, yes, Ringo didn't have a musical product out, but Ringo was involved very heavily this year. But the last album was, was the last album Give close to the end of last year? No. I can't remember. No. No, no, was, it was early? It was early. It was okay. middle yeah. of the year. But it doesn't matter because... Well, yeah, Actually, he's not going to do a record every year, but still. well, it seems that way. It, yeah, he, but well, that's he okay. Is working, as of right now, as we're recording, he, he, you know, he has been recording. So sometime yeah. next year, uh, in 2019, he will have a, another, another record. record. And, and, I, and I give right. him credit for that, man. You know, definitely. He, he keeps definitely. putting records out that seemingly no one's buying. But you know what? Well, but we have to add, nobody's buying any albums. That's true. By that's anybody that's, that's isn't very a true. That's right. part so of it too. I mean. Yeah. Uh, but he still does it, and, and and part of it, I think, is is part of the the continuing rehab of of being an alcoholic. You know, it's it's something to do. It gives him something to look forward to, to plan, and I think that's very important for someone. In this oh, absolutely, I, and yeah. it gives it gives him a constant. Yeah, it yeah. gives him something that's a regular thing, and and he's got a good base of people around him. Yeah. Which is oh really yeah, what's he does, and we too. should shout out to Elizabeth Freund, who's been good yeah, to us as well, yeah, absolutely, and is obviously good for Ringo. Yeah, uh, yeah she's absolutely. been his manager, We're, Beautiful and, Day and, Management. And was Bruce Sugar? We, Bruce Sugar's we, involved as well. Yeah. He, Bruce Sugar just, uh, I think, showed pictures on Facebook of them recording again, right, yeah, with so. some famous people like Steve Lukather. Right, it's, it's, so, it works cool. very well for him, cool. and, and yeah. for the most part, you know what? He's put out good albums, some better than others, but yeah. nothing disappointing. And it's unfortunate that, like he says, the three people are buying them. Uh, he says that in every what, show. What but he should do, seriously, is find a place to put it in a commercial, because that way everyone would see it, and then they'd say, geez, what's that catchy song? Oh, that's Ringo Starr. Well, Give More Love could have been in any commercial. Could've, you're right. And, and you're also, right. you know what, though? He should do what, what they've done in the past, because he does sell shows. It does. And we'll get to that in a minute. But he should, if you give away an album I with s- your tickets, I like said you've said this for I've, years. I've said this for you years. You have said this for, you are, you've been one of the biggest proponents of this. He would sell yep. 100,000 copies. Yep. He'd be on the charts. And it, especially right now, because the charts are, are not the charts that we grew up on. No, 50,000, yeah. you're in the top 10. Right. So, And plus, you know what? People would get the record. You know, it'd right. be nice if... if well, Rolling Stone has changed, but yeah. if he had put it out through Rolling Stone, 
He could put it out through anything. Sure, I mean, he's, he could ring, put he's it still out, Ringo. He's still or Ringo. Or even the one thing that would be smart for him, do it too, through Ticketmaster, like you know. Yeah, well, that, that'd be the other way to do it. Right. Would would be for him to try to get, and I don't know how it goes. I don't know if if Elizabeth would have to reach out to them or what, but try to get a track on a Mojo or an Uncut. They do giveaway CDs every month where right, they right. talk about, you know. And we should say for those who don't know, Mojo and Uncut are British. Music Basically, magazines. The music yeah. magazines. Think Rolling yeah. Stone. Well, more reviews. think yeah. Rolling Stone, but but Rolling Stone's much changed. higher like caliber. Up. They've but changed. They've steroids. changed. Yeah. Rolling Stone's changed a lot. Yeah, on steroids. Yeah. Yeah. Mojo yeah. and Uncut are, are, oh, yeah, are Rolling Stone on steroids. Yes. Tremendous. A lot more reviews. Yeah. Uh, a lot and, more and reviews. And they still sell, and to their credit, Mojo especially does a lot, and Uncut, they both do a lot of special issues on bands. They've I absolutely mean, the Beatles are, yeah. are one of the biggest, but yeah. they've done some really cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and they continue to. So why don't we start with Bongo? Because yeah. uh, hello, we've Bongo. Talking, <laughs> we've been talking about him. Uh, the year really started off with uh, the announcement that Ringo was going to be Sir Richard Starkey. Rise, Sir Rupert Figs. Rise, <laughs> Sir, Sir Bongo of drums. Rise, <laughs> Sir Bongo of drums. Of skins. <laughs> no, but that you know what? Um, you know, Tony, you had said something to me uh, off mic here. You said, "Was it a pity nighting?" Yeah. And I don't think so. I, you know, George in the anthology said a long time ago, you know, for helping sell all that corduroy, they should. <laughs> well, I mean, I asked that not because I didn't necessarily think that Ringo deserved to be, but I think that. Uh, there was talk that Paul had brought it up. There in was 1997. Talk, yeah, that he mentioned it. It was, you know, well, why should Ringo get right. one, too? But I think it's it's interesting because of everyone within the group, Paul has undoubtedly, with respect to the other ones, Paul has done more for England. Arguably. Uh, since for he England. left. Okay, I'm glad you said for England. For England. England. Yeah. Oh, no. Ring, I, I know Ringo's involved in a lot of, you George. know. George. And George, my God, George is there. But Paul specifically giving back for the Liverpool Institute, things like that. Paul has done yes, a lot UK for the UK. Specific. Yeah. So for me, you know, if any one of them was going to be knighted, you would understand why it would have been Paul. And Ringo had those little disparaging comments about Liverpool and, you know, so. But he apologized. He did, yeah. But I, but I mean, and again, I'm delighted that he got it. Oh, I know. But my question was, was it kind of like, a, you know, oh, well. He's still alive. It. He's still alive. Well, I, th I think, you know, what I think, you know, it, when you get to this point in your career as, and, and Ringo's still alive, you know what? It's it's easier to do. You know, if it was twenty years ago, I don't think they would have given it to him. But I think at this point in his career, you do it. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame—that was Paul's pushing. We we do know well, that. Well, and because, he's not. Yes, I hate and to he's say right, this. He's not in. He's a sideman. Well, he's not a sideman. Yeah, he's it's, in it's, as a sideman. No, it's because sidemen would be like DJ Fontana. Yeah, I know. It's, a, it's, it's a, but it's not. It's part of that category, but it's not sidemen. It's right. It's like special appearance by. It's on the refrigerator. It's sort of. <laughs> it is. It's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on the on refrigerator. The equivalent right. of on, on the refrigerator. The, yeah. Oh, this is cute. And that's no here. slight on Ringo. No, not at all. It's a slight on the Hall of Fame. It is honest. a slight. You're well, right. No, no, you're right. It's a slight on the Hall of Fame because I'm sorry, man. No, you're right. It, it, they have people who are in the damn you Hall damn, of Fame yeah. that don't have the strength of Ringo and Goodnight Vienna. Right, right. I mean, I'm sorry. Right. They, they just don't well, have a, the... And there has to be stricter rules in general because... I love Ringo, you know, I'm a drummer because of Ringo, so don't get me wrong here, but Ringo did nothing in this in his solo career. I don't say nothing, and I say that very lightly. Ringo did, did not do anything spectacular 
in his solo career. All of Ringo's advancements as an instrumentalist were, were made as, with the Beatles. Correct. There's yes. nothing he did as a yeah. drummer that yeah. was so spectacular in his solo. That doesn't mean he's not good. No, no, no. I, he I had more exactly hits than a lot of people in the 70s. You bet. Than, than, you know, even in that three-year span yeah. than a lot of people have had ever. So don't get me wrong on this, people. But nothing he did in the 70s or 80s or 90s or solo right. career was spectacular. Paul was different. You know, he got the platinum, the, the iridium disc, whatever he got. You know, Mall the, of Kintyre. Yeah, well, and, yeah, that's all know. different. And, and in a way, John neither, and don't and people are going to write to us, but John neither. I mean, what did John do in his solo career that was so spectacular? George? You're talking I, about, I, when I, you say I not spectacular, but you're talking about groundbreaking. I mean, groundbreaking. But could That's you, different. could you, no, yeah, no. you're right. Right. It but is. could you give John props? For what? He had five albums. But just. And he died. What, but no, what but happened killed, behind, sorry, but what happened behind songs? He in wrote, other words, he wrote, is that no, he wrote, he wrote an anthemic anthem. songs. He wrote Give Peace a Chance, which and he all wrote of a Imagine. sudden, right, and when, but when Give Peace a Chance started, when it came out, all of a sudden, the, the anti-war Vietnam people, all of a sudden, okay. that was their song. All right. And, and George, and we know why. And there's nothing to it except all we are saying is Give Peace a Chance, because they didn't sing the verses. Right. But, so. And George, we know why. Right. I mean, for Bangladesh alone. Right. And, Absolutely. And for, you know, I mean, for that alone, he, he should have been in. As a solo artist, you and, I, you and I were also talking about the idea, back to the knighthood idea yeah. again. Yeah, now I want to get that, back you to know, that. We were saying, would George and John have been posthumously knighted? Had they been alive, would they have accepted it? And I was saying, I think George, would. there would only be a posthumous knighthood accepted by George's family if they were comfortable with how England was treating India. And how, I, I, how, can I interject? Wow, I didn't think of that. I, I think that, that India and where India is in, would have meant much more to George than taking an award from Britain. No, that's a good point. Very good point. Could I just say one thing, though? I think one thing. I think you're right. I think that would have been the case when George was alive. If they would have said to George in, 19, in 2000, we want to give you an award, you know, the night you... Uh, and George would have considered that. He would have said, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> but, but, but we had to get an accent in there right away. First half hour, I there it is. Care. Shut up. But the... <laughs> shut up. Yeah, really. Yo, be quiet. That be was quiet. good. That was you be quiet over there. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, monks. Courageous Captain Minima. No, but I think if he were alive, he would have considered that. Posthumously, I think they would have accepted it no matter what. He took the Billboard hmm. Award, uh, which was... 1992, the, the Century Award. Yeah, the Century Award. So he was willing to take the award. That's different, though. That's not... No, that's it's not right. A, it's not for Britain, but it is Billboard. That's, you know, the, the most powerful Yeah, but music I think he did that because he was good friends with Timothy White. That's true. Yeah, so, was, you know, that's honest. a different thing. That's but true. And he was the first recipient of that award. So that's kind of cool also to right, be right. the so first So in that recipient. case, he said, Aduka. But personally... You know, for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame thing, which just getting back to that for Ringo, think about all the people who've been put into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame who aren't really rock and roll. You well, know, that's Janet another Jackson. Whole, well, that's now. Um, Madonna. I'll go chic because I like Niles Rogers. I'll say they're rock and roll, but they're really no, not. not. But I like them. Um, but there's a lot of people who've been put in who aren't, you know, ABBA. You know, they, they put out some great pop records, but they're not rock and Whoa, roll. Dude, Whoa, dude. Come on. What? What? Abba's no, no, not all rock? Of a sudden, ABBA's not oh, rock? Okay. Oh, now you're going to say the Carpenters should be in there. They should. Actually, <laughs> they should. They should. I mean, why? I mean, what do you, you got to understand something. It's not about 
rock is not a four-piece, you know, that's got to sound like a garage band. A lot of people said band. the Beatles weren't rock. That's right. true. I mean, Compared you know. to like the Stones, you're right. I mean, Correct. not for nothing, but ABBA is every bit of pop. If that's if ABBA doesn't deserve to be in the need You just said ABBA and ABBA. ABBA, 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 ABBA. <laughs> Sorry, turn into Lucy. Um, <laughs> or Costello. Or Costello. But the truth is, if, if ABBA doesn't belong in there, then neither does the Monkees, neither does- well, uh, the Monkees do belong in there. But I'm just saying, but any, right, right. any group that's a pop group Supremes. does not belong to be- Right, the Supremes- you know, it's a, it's a semantics, right? Come I mean, on. ABBA just happened to be a pop group of that ilk when the the other big bands were Led Zeppelin. It's really yeah, by the way, folks. Uh, if you're wondering why we're on a tangent, cosine, and secant, ladies and gentlemen, what to, we do. Welcome to. But, but I, going back but to I the also have one more one question because we're going to change the topic. The Anna, Benny, Bjorn, I, and Agnetha <laughs> free for all. <laughs> Say that well, I, seventeen I will, times I, fast. I, we're going to change the topic right after my question. Speaking of just the rock and roll fans, since we're on that tangent, does Wings oh, stop belong it. in oh, there? Oh, no. Another episode. Next episode. Absolutely no. not. The answer is no. The answer is unequivocally no. no. And then you, Paul's and, already in. But this is just a lead and in. And you know what? Denny Lane's already in, too, is the Moody Blues. Because so. yes. it's in my ears and in my eyes. Yes. Okay. Anyway, nice. so Ringo was knighted to begin the year, uh, March of, of the year, 2018. Right. Uh, and three days after he's knighted, he announces uh, a tour, a European tour. Uh, but he says, you know what? We're going to do one show, and, and I'm going to go off on this sort of rant because I'm really upset about this. Sorry. Mitch's rant. I'm going to. Not a not Tony, an iTunes not rant. A Tony no, rant. Not a Tony rant. I will never, ever beat the iTunes that's rant. That's Because he stepped back from the mic. That's, uh, that that's is, our fall of fame. He's in the solo. <laughs> we're not even in, you and I. Tony's in on that one by itself. But if I start yelling right now and go back, I may make it. Okay, you know, I might okay, be nominated. Okay. I could be nominated. We'll, we'll I'm see. working on it. Hold on. Hold on. No. <laughs> Sorry. We'll nominate you. No. Ringo announces a European tour, and he says on June 2nd, we're going to do a warm-up show at the Borgata in New Jersey. Right. June 2nd. So Mitch goes, bing, 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 ricochet rabbit, and says, I'm going to buy that because that's his only show in the United States. Right. And I want to see it. So I go online and I get fifth row seats. I got my seats. Yay. And I'm happy. Then, <laughs> Sir Bongo, <laughs> Sir Bongo now, Sir, yeah, yes. Sir Bongo announces that... They're adding a show June 1st, wait a minute, in a smaller venue right next to the Bogata. No. And now I'm, I'm, I just spent $250 on great seats. And then he says, after we get back from Europe, we're going to be doing all the states. What do you mean? <laughs> what are you doing? I just bought that because I didn't think you were going to be at the Beacon or Radio City or any other damn New York thing. I, I'm going all the way to Atlantic City where it's disgusting. Anybody who lives in Atlantic City, I'm very sorry. But I mean, Mitch's opinions do not well, reflect those of the members of Fat Four Free For All. Hey, Actually, it, it, we never out. said that. Even though we all think that. Atlantic City We all sucks. think Atlantic City sucks. <laughs> but, but I'm dying because I'm saying to myself, I just spent this money. I could go two minutes to the Beacon. I could go two minutes to freaking... A Radio City, and now I got to go three hours to the Borgata. Did you get that transporter worked out? Because <laughs> two minutes to the Beacon, we're on Long Relatively Island here, buddy. Speaking, <laughs> good lord, to the Atlantic City. Yeah, good point. All right, okay. thank you. Yeah. So now he announces a whole tour, and I'm dying here because I and I sold my tickets, and then I didn't end up going to any of the shows. So screw you, Bongo. <laughs> kind of was that a good but one for he, nomination? That was very but that, good. You know what? He did play New York. Sir Bongo. Though. You know what? Yeah, he he, some, he sometimes no, I, says skip New York. Right. You know, but, but he right. I know, but, but, but I re- but, but I 
I was so upset because, you know what, I thought I was being so cute, going, all right, I'm going to get this tour, and I'm going to be, you know, he's not going to do anything they until next year. They didn't do an art year. show there, right? Because they did that they once did. before. See, that's what they I thought. did. That's what I thought you he were did. going. Well, <laughs> hey. <laughs> now, to be fair, to be very fair to all the beautiful day management people, I, I he, Ringo did a serious <laughs> XM thing in November. Right. That was very David Byrne. That well, was, he went, I, 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 I'm, no, I'm going to stop making sense in a minute. <laughs> so now I get a chance to go see him at Serious Town Hall because there's only 11 people in, in the audience. And I say, can I bring my wife? No. Oh, <laughs> So I say, funny. okay, I'm not going to go into the city because we had tickets to uh, the, the Beacon. I said, I'm not going to go into the city uh, without my wife because I don't want my wife coming to the city later at night in November right. by herself. Well, guess what? I see everybody posted online that they got their pictures taken with Bongo <laughs> for free, everybody, even though it was like, next, next, next. But those 12 people in the audience, which I would have been one of, had the picture with Ringo, and I did not. Nancy, I love you, but I... Oh, oh here we go again. <laughs> Who does this remind us of? I have no idea. There's I'm a not... certain bus coming. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> no, no comments. No, no comments, comments. No comments. But anyway... It did piss me off a little bit, but um, I love the fact. So you've been that, screwed twice now. Oh yeah, and I didn't wow. even get kissed, so it's not wow. funny. But no. Ringo, Ringo, if you listen, babe, I still love you. So I love you too, you know, Ringo. Yeah. So we're. Now how do you use the good. song title? <laughs> Ringo, I love. I'll you. still love you. I'll still love you. Right? No, but I simply love I'm, you. I'm Ringo, very I love happy. you. Share. Bonnie I'm very, very, yeah, Bonnie Joe Mason. Yeah. Very yeah. tough single to find, by the way. Yes, it is. Um, but if you, wow, did we just go on? <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie Joe Mason. Sorry, I'm sorry. Third base. This is who we are. But I'm really happy he's touring. Right. And this band together for three, four years. I like them that they've been together all that time. But um, but it has changed the the whole concept bit. of the all star band. Yeah, that it's you know it's stagnated. It's, it's it has stagnated, but in a good way because all these guys are great players. Yes, but some people are, you know are critical. Some, but I, I know. But he, then again, I and I, I I know you guys too. You know, we've seen the band twice, I think. You know, he's played how many times in New York, and after a while, it's going to be the same show. So I really haven't seen the last two. Well, uh, I know so. that he's announced But there's a... been, there was a change-up this year. That's true. Colin Hay came Colin back. Colin Hay well, came in. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, and, and Todd and Rundgren left. And right. he's announced that 2019, he, in this year, he's announced that in 2019, there'll be a 30th anniversary of the uh, All-Stars. Right. And he's keeping everybody, I think, except now he has the guy from 10CC... Right. Uh, Graham Goldman, yeah, but, I mean that's major, and right. and also Colin Hay, who he's had right. before, right? Yeah, but yeah. Uh, so he is a little bit, but I think he's, you know, who's I, I he's know getting he a little sound... complacent with this band. I'm not saying bad; that's yeah. not a knock. And also, too, it's really nice that now they are his studio go-to studio guys. A lot, guys. Of, those players a lot too. of them are. Yeah. That's actually a nice thing. It I think. depends. I know there's a lot of knock on Steve Lukather. You know, a little I too like busy. Steve. I like him too, but Very some much. people. I like that Frampton plays with them. I after a while, I do too. after I like a while, a on the records, not he hasn't yeah. played with them at all. Well, I, with an all-star tour, though, like we've said before, after after a while, who do you look to anymore that's still alive and can well, still do it? And I, I know we said Lindsey Buckingham would be great, but but who do you do now? Well, I, I think maybe I, again, I think we can revisit that as a show. Yeah, we've done that before. Oh, we have, it's, but I think but we it's can an update time. Yeah, well, and my question is, if you go back and do a 30th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Who is, I'm not meaning to sound macabre, but around. who is still alive the from the 30th anniversary? Well, yeah. Jack Bruce is gone. Clarence Clemens is gone. Clarence Levon is gone. Helm is gone. Levon, Billy Preston's gone. gone. Dr. John? Doc, Dr. 
No, Dr. John, I think. No, I don't He's know. He's still alive. I don't know. But uh, I think Dr. John is alive. I, I'm going to go look. Nils is still You're around. Ru- Leon Russell. Joe yes, Walsh. Yes, you are correct. I'm Joe so Walsh right. is still around. Nils is still around. I'm trying to uh, think. Jim Zach Kel- is still around. Zach was. He was on drums. Was he on the first one? The first one, yeah, the there were three drummers. Was Zach, yeah. That's right. Um, it was Levon. Yeah. You're right. So Levon. a lot of them are gone. So yeah, it's unfortunate. What do you do? You know. Yeah. It's so, not like and, you really and have also, a 30th going anniversary. forward, you know, everybody made light of you know having Steve Lukather from '80s and Richard Page from '80s, and but that's you know 30 what? years ago. You it, know? Well, that's I, you, know, you know that's part of it too. You're all getting older. It's not just that, but it's it's not like he's bringing in members of Pantera. I mean, right. these are with all due respect to Pantera. I'm saying. He's keeping it within the musical genre that, you know, these are these are Beatles-influenced groups. It's right. not like, you know, he's turning around and going, oh, we're going into the 80s, and now we're bringing in, you know, I mean, pretty much the most far-flung person I think he's had yet was um, Thomas Dolby. Which was kind of cool, though. Which yeah. was yeah. extremely cool. He's I mean, a the great guy, musician. He's an incredible and, musician. And but that well, was... Well, a little bit, too. But, Sheila, but Sheila, Sheila, too. people didn't realize how good of a right, percussionist she right. was. Right, I mean, drummer. let's face it. When we first heard those names, we were like, uh, really? I, I, and I no agree. offense and to this person, but I, I mean, you know, if, I would love to see a, a, another woman in the band. Yes. But if he brings in, like, Jane yeah. Weedlin, then I'm uh, from the Go-Go's, then I'm not impressed. I don't know. Why? I, I th- because she doesn't have any hits. You know, Susanna Hoffs, maybe? Susanna Hoffs is a different story. Right. Could you see Susanna Hoffs as a member Jane of Jane Weedman had, had a hit with Rush Hour. Yes, yes with Rush Hour. And one of my favorite songs from And, and she wrote uh, Our Lips Are Sealed. Yes, so. she wrote Alex, yes, but she Alex wouldn't the Seal. Sing it. Right. She sang on half the song. But if Susanna you have chorus, someone like Susanna Hoffs, who's obviously love, a Beatle fan. I would love that. And she comes on stage. First of all, it would get all the guys off. Right. You know, no. <laughs> Up the stage? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's I, what he I, meant. Personally, I'd love to see just Ringo pick another band. And 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 join them. Ringo so and Nickelback. No, no Ringo, and the, <laughs> Ringo and the Bangles would be the the one I'm thinking of. I used to say it would be the Bangles. Yeah, really. I and used now, to say. And now poor Debbie Peterson is listening to this show right now, and she's just like, "Screw you, Rob." I yeah, said. I, I said. No, I said free. that she should be with them. Oh, all right. Oh, that, oh that's a that's a Bangles song. Be with be you. Be with you. you. There you go. Right. Uh, honestly, though, wow. they're, they're huge, huge Beatle fans, they are. and. Um, I, I mean, no offense. Welcome to, I, to the Bangles free I, for all. No, yeah, the Vic, well, the Vicky I, and Debbie are great, but I mean, Suzanne is is the most known of them in terms of singing. Yes, uh, yeah, uh, she's no, obviously, but she yeah. she could do three, two or three songs with that any all star band and hold her own. Well, you know, the other person to bring in, if you were to just go a little crazy and and was definitely influenced by the Beatles, would be Matthew Sweet, who's played with Susanna Hoffs. And that'd be a perfect. But he doesn't have enough. Yeah, but he doesn't have enough hits on his own. Oh yes, he does. Girlfriend Girlfriend Girlfriend. and what? (laughs) The entire girlfriend album. Yeah, no, no. There's a second, so I can't remember the songs. Girlfriend's a great song. So have, so have, so I I always Marshall Crenshaw. Marshall Crenshaw always. I mean, he already did John, not didn't John Lennon, but he was he was John Lennon in Beatlemania. So you know what? He could do someday, someway, Marianne, any of those. Crying, waiting, hoping. And guess what? That's all, and he's a great guitarist. So there are. Listen, we're getting off topic, right. but Ringo's touring. Us? It's amazing. I am. Okay. It's only me. <laughs> okay. Not only you, Ringo. Sorry. No, but Ringo's touring again, and that's awesome. Uh, he's going to be touring yeah. for the foreseeable future. We love it. Yeah. So let's talk about another ex Beatle touring, Paul. During Dif- this different year, type of touring, because his is well, obviously his is more of a more appearances than touring. Yeah. Like, it's not like the old days where you knew, like, you know, the next three months he was going to be here, here, and here. 
A lot of We're times, here, there, and everywhere. Yeah, a lot of times it's like, oh, and Paul McCartney's going to be there this week. Well, we didn't know Paul was going to tour in 2018, but he started doing some festivals. Right. And we had heard that he was coming out with an album because he'd been recording it forever, and, and the album will come up in a little bit. But uh, all of a sudden, he starts doing festivals, a couple of them. Uh, then he's... We hear that an album's coming out, so he My does My backyard Abbey Road. For the, yeah. the barbecue that we had. Right. Uh, yeah. he, he wasn't that good there. He wasn't that good there. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was better. And he kept um, making me move all the meat over and put the tofu well, on. Yeah, move your meat. Anyway, there you go. <laughs> nice. No, but he, he did Abbey Road, uh, the Cavern, Grand Central Terminal. Rob, there you that's go. That's right, because he kept uh, saying Grand Central Station. Yeah, I know. And it's but Grand Central Whatever, but... Uh, well, that's because the album did. wasn't called Egypt Terminal. That's, that's why. That's well, that was... You're right. If it was called Egypt Terminal, that would be kind of weird. You're right. No, you're right about that. That's you're, you're, right. you're right. What's he going to say? I will play in the Grand Central Terminal for my album <laughs> Egypt Station. Yeah, he's got to yeah. match the station. Yeah, you know. But, uh, Macator's... And most New Yorkers still call it Grand Central Station. They do. A lot of them do. They I do. Sorry. So, yeah. you know, they're, they're, anyway. they're, they don't know their history, They don't it. know their no, history. No, they do not. Damn it. <laughs> so he tours. We're not going to get into Egypt Station yet, but he tours, and... The coolest thing about the tour is because he did a lot of European stuff, and he's coming to America in 2019, but he did a lot of European stuff, and he ended the year in London uh, in December, and what was really cool was that he had Ringo on stage right. with him doing Get Back, and Ronnie Wood, yeah. but it was really cool, yeah. and and you know what? I'm not even going, you know me, I, I, I love to criticize his voice, but I'm not even doing that because... Just the impact of seeing the two of them again. Can you imagine those people there? Because I, I know a lot of people who were there right. and said they were crying. It was just amazing. Uh, you know what? Voice or not, that's not what we're talking well, about now. Because the impact of seeing those two together and the way they were together. If you saw the video, he's like, are fun. you all right? You know, yeah. I'm all right. And Ringo actually went to the wrong side of the stage. before, <laughs> But it was... Great, and Ronnie Wood, too. Ronnie Wood would be a good all-star band member. He, since the Stones are going to play like five dates in 19. Yeah, but what does he sing? He doesn't. Um, so, well, great. he would be a good know. guitarist. But So Paul ends the year with Ringo, and that's so cool. So that was a, a That really, was a lot of fun to was, watch. And it was. It's nice to so see that you know they'll get up on stage. Because if you think about it, they've played a lot over the years. They, we don't think about it as often, but they have been on stage well, enough late, times. Well, late, in the later decades, they have. You know, they, they were uh, they, the, I think the they David wanted, Lynch thing in 2009, yeah, which was, was a lot of fun. Oh, amazing. And they've been on, you know, birthday, uh, it's when Ringo turned 70 at Radio City also. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they, they have gotten together, and it's 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 a lot of fun to say. In the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Paul yeah. was there to play with them, so. Well, the coolest thing about this is that this is London's, I think, the O2 Arena. Yeah. How far is it from Savile Row? Not so far. to do get back, right, right. it's kind of cool. Right, right. I mean, you know, not that far from it. So that was cool. Macca toured, and then you know we got to keep going with Mac a little bit because now, you know, you're talking about full on promotion leading to Egypt Station. The the most of it. I mean, we've talked about this in the Egypt Station show, so we shouldn't really go into it that much. But in the last couple of weeks from the recording date here, it was announced that Carpool Karaoke was UK's top trending YouTube video of 2018. I uh, believe yeah. that. I mean, the numbers were unbelievable. Right. Millions, and millions and millions and millions, I mean, yeah. hundreds of millions. Oh, yeah. I mean, to- and there's actually two versions. There's the version that aired as a 60-minute special, and then there's the version that aired on Corden's show, yeah. which was 22 straight minutes. There was no commercial break, which you don't normally see on any show like that. And I have to say, this was 
this was sort of a, a I don't want to say reintroduction to Paul McCartney, but you you forget how he, how he, he could be kind of laid back, and he was very laid back in this whole thing. He wasn't yes. typical Paul. Yeah, he wasn't. You know, like when he's pointing out, oh, that's a church I went to, and you know, and, and stuff like it. Just it, it wasn't like he was trying to prove everything, what sometimes Paul does. Uh, and I thought what was cool about it was when they showed the one on on CBS in America, the hour long one. Right. You got stuff you didn't see, which I think made it even better. Like. Paul going up the drain pipe again. Right, that was funny, man. I, you know, this is the way we used to sneak back into the house, and, and Paul tried to do it, and James like, you're going to do it? He's like, no. But, <laughs> but it was fun to see that side of him. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just learned, though, today <laughs> that Paul almost didn't do it because really? he said, I'm, I'm really busy. I don't think I could do this. And James said, come on, Paul, you got to give us something. And Paul then said, but as soon as I got in that car, I loved it. But also he went back to his house, which... When I took the tour in Liverpool, one of the things we found out, at least at that time, that Paul had never been to the house. Yeah. Right. Since it became yeah. part of the, the National, National Trust. National Trust. Michael's been there several times. Michael brings friends. Hey, yeah. come see the house. And I think Paul- Michael was charges, there, I Did think. they include it? <laughs> <laughs> Let him. He deserves it. There you go. But it was- um, That was one thing about when he was in the backyard, because part of the tour, you do go in the backyard for like a minute. And you know, you just—it's—it's it's a, such a small house, but that's part of the, the whole British charm housing of that time. Yeah, absolutely, and there's so, there's, a, there's a certain charm. Yeah, yeah, it's, everything's smaller. It's not, yeah, it's not like here. Yeah. you know, in America, where if you're not living large, you're not living. But it was also, you know, right after you know those—I don't know when those buildings were actually built, but you know, you think of World War II in those places. So, having been inside that house as part of the, the tour. I was very impressed to how Paul was reacting to it because I think he was reacting to it differently than if he'd been there a few times. You know. uh, he didn't give think, the typical the last... thumbs up. And right, he, yeah, he was he, just – he, he looked, he looked the, tired. A little bit. But then he's playing you know, some songs and he's also yeah, – When I'm 64 yeah, and in the bathroom doing She Loves You. Right. And, and, or in know, the bog as they call it I guess. It, it was, I thought, amazing how that whole thing was set up. And then people outside, like, you know, hey, it's Paul. He's back. You know, it's like, you know, well, I he do, hadn't been there for a long time, obviously. So. I, I do think the Corden thing, you know, James Corden deserves a lot of credit. He does car- carpool karaoke with everybody. But this particular one, for some reason, just touched everybody. Because right. it was more than just sitting in the car singing. Right, and right. whether that was purposely done because of Egypt Station, I don't know. No pun intended. Right. But I don't know, you know, what it was supposed to be, but what it ended up being, I don't know if James was originally thinking a six-minute segment right. or we got such great footage that we're making it 22 minutes right. and we'll have enough for an hour. Yeah. But either way, I, I, I think I, Paul I, should thank James Corden because I think James Corden is the reason Paul went to number one with the gestation. I think so, too. I, I, I think I it kick-started the... I, well, I think it's nice because it kick-started the, the more casual... You're right. Fan. The fan who, Into, who doesn't really know that Paul had a new album out. Yes. and But, but loves a couple yeah. karaoke and right. goes, oh, wow, yeah. Paul McCartney. I, I forgot how good he yeah. was. Yeah. 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 And I, I think that was very, very, very important to activate that portion of, of the inactive fan base. No, I, I you know, agree. People it, who, it woke people up. I thought it was a little too early in the process because it came I out September. Fully, I said good. that in, when, in, when the 60 minute thing came out. Two yes. weeks beforehand. I mean, you remember yeah. my rant about the yeah. fact that you yeah. know, seven, however, seventy million friggin' downloads, and, and, and you, know, you got to wait viewings, four more months, and you got to wait four damn months for the yeah. or three. Months, I really thought months, that yeah. the goodwill from that was going to, dis- yeah. to dissipate. I, I agree with but, you on that. 
And and you know what? Don't get me wrong. I still think that he could have sold more records had it come out sooner. I agree. Yeah. Well, you're closer to the and, closer and, to and the Corden, I agree. And yeah. Corden's his buddies with. He was uh, in what was in the the, the red fine, nose. He was in the fine line video in the background. There's a whole bunch was of people. He? I think it was fine line. Uh, he's been a couple of things. Well, Paul's. Paul was in in, in the um, Red Nose Day, the comic, right, uh, right, the UK equivalent of comic relief. He was in the videos and Ringo too. Yeah, he and James have a relationship. Yeah, there there, there is a, some sort of friendship there because he's been around for a while, and, and we think of him now. Oh, he's on, he's on channel, you know, CBS. But he was very British, you know, before he yeah, came. Well, here. he was on a Absolutely. lot of Britcoms. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I still see him on the Britcoms now. So. You know, we don't know him as much, but he a comedian and an actor over there, yeah. so he's well known. So, what's cool about it is, you got both sides of the Atlantic really seeing Paul, right? No, in I, that, I agree. In that way. Wasn't that kind of funny? It's sort of like a Beatles thing. Here is an American bringing a Brit back home to his own country. That's kind of wild. It was like the Beatles bringing American music back to America. You so had you James Corden, a Brit on American television, bringing back a Brit right, right, to his right, own right, country. Right, right, kind of funny. Wait, I'm trying to still figure this out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> takes me a while. Yeah, no, but you're I'll right. I'll get there. Though. Be, but you're right. <laughs> it's a good point. You know, sometimes when you're Paul and you've done everything, you've talked about everything. It's nice to have a different angle come talking about. Just driving through Liverpool. Just, you know, it was so simple. And the one moment that we've, we talked about was that let it be moment when Corden's crying. Right, yeah. And Paul doesn't try to be Paul. Nope. He nope. just says... Not at all. He was. Yep. He, he is. Not at all. He he is try, he, he's a friend. He's at a, that he's a moment, father. He's a father, and he's and he's a son. And he's a human. And he's a friend. Instead of Corden going, hey, he's here all Yeah, no, there he was just, no... Two words. He put his hand on his shoulder and said, he is. Like he's here, you know. Yeah, man, and, that, and was, that was that was powerful. That was really powerful. And I that think was in the whole thing that was right. like, uh, well, that was completely unplanned, and it was. that reaction was completely yep. from the heart. And the UK people are very tough. Uh, you UK people, they're very tough on Paul, as as Mark Lewis told us years ago. But they love us, even if they hate my accents, though, don't they? But still, <laughs> not anymore. Right. No, they're, they're they used to love to us. They actually, they are lining up. They line up with sticks. Up. <laughs> oh, nice. Who's that? Who's that phony British guy? Exactly. Agrarian him, revolution. It's him. It's him. It's Tony. Our people. British fans are. I uh, hate you. We love no, you. No, but uh, th- so the Brits are pretty tough on the Beatles in general, and they have been no. since the seventies. But you know what? To have it be the UK's. I mean, I know it, in America it downloaded a million times, but a lot of times. But, you know, that's pretty cool that uh, Paul got to do that promotion. Egypt Station came out, became right. his first number one album in the U.S. Hard to believe. Since Tug of War. I know. You know, still didn't go gold yet because nothing goes gold anymore it's, unless it's you're a Adele. Diff- it's a different ball game, but at least he got a number one out of it. You know, that's yes, and you know what? Thing. As much as the charts are not that meaningful anymore, when you can say... I got a number one, regardless of your age. Right. I don't care if you're one or 71. Right. When you could say I had a number one album, sure. I don't care if, if number one sold six copies and the others from you know sold one copy, you have a number one album. That's right. And that's it. And he could put that on his resume <laughs> I, you know, because but he has to- Because no, Paul needs a resume. I don't, I don't like, mean it like that. Hi, excuse me. I'd like to uh, record Audition? an album with you. Um, uh, I got a number one. Well, I don't, I don't know. know. What have you but done hold before? It, hold it, hold it. <laughs> Paul loves those Grammys he's gotten for the Archive series. Loves it because mm. it still means he's part of the business and he's well, part of, of everything. And also, of, too, uh, he hasn't scored a hell of a lot of Grammys. A lot of Grams. I had to get a lot of Grams. <laughs> yeah, Gram here, a Gram there. You know, but now yeah, it's here, yeah, now, it's now there. it's there. You know. Yeah. But he hasn't scored a lot of Grammys. Grammys are not things that he really racked up as a, no, as a solo but artist. Let's get into that a little bit because the Grammys were announced in 2018 and Paul was shut out. Yeah, he was. People thought that he, Egypt Station would at least get Best Rock Album nod. 
Best album nod. Yes. He, nothing. I, w- I honestly would have felt that. Even if he didn't I win, felt that. if he's nominated, because you know what? He is a legend, and he had a number one. And he, and he had and a it, damn strong record, though, yeah, it was too, a very besides. Yes. Arguably I a mean, very I know strong you didn't record. like it, but we... No, no, we no, didn't. I didn't say I didn't. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Here we go again. But, uh, no, no, I, 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 I enjoyed it, but, but I really thought... And everybody did give it... You know, generally positive reviews. Yes, but guess what? The Grammys didn't like it. Not that they didn't like it; they didn't acknowledge it. And that's kind of that's at least rough. pathetic. It is pathetic because you know what? Give the guy a nod at least. He had a number one. It's and it's you know if you look at the Grammys, I'm not even going there because that's a whole other show, just like we did Rock and Roll of Fame. But even for rock album, I mean, you know, they have best album, right? right. But they also have a category of best rock and album, best rock vocal, and they didn't a whole get bunch it. Yeah, and he's won Grammys for best rock vocal right. with Help the Skelter. That's or, true. Yeah. So that's guess true. what? So I, I, I think he should have uh, at least gotten a nod. But and with all the talk that we do and and talking about his voice and stuff like that, that doesn't carry over to the albums. No, because he doesn't put out a, except for Who Cares. There's a a line in Who Cares that was really like whoa. But you know what? It fit the song, so I totally. understand why he left it yeah. in. And he doesn't, you know, when he goes into record in the studio, he makes sure his voice is at the top well, level. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, and the other thing about uh, Egypt Station that I, I will say with all the promotion, uh, my favorite bit of promotion for the album, other than the cordon, was the elevator skit with Jimmy Fallon. That was, fa- I mean, I'm not a Fallon guy, but I Me thought that neither. was hilarious. But that was. There are times in yep. short spurts yep. where Fallon is brilliant. Oh, my God. And that was hysterically that, and, funny. And Paul played it off perfectly. Very well-crafted routine. It was it was well great. Thought. And I'm sure it was all Fallon's idea. And yes. Paul went along with it. But Paul also enjoyed it because you could tell during the whole thing, Paul was getting oh, into yeah. it. And oh, you know yeah. what? Brilliant. I, really I loved he's in the chair and he puts the paper down and all of a sudden people say, <laughs> Sort of like Hard oh Day's God, Night. It's, it's Paul. Very Hard oh, Day's yes, Night. Yes, very you're right, Hard you're Day's You're right. Night. I didn't think of that. But that also was Paul was going to go into the elevator and, <laughs> right, and right. he pulls him back. <laughs> very fun skit. And for those Great. of you who may have purchased the, the recent Paul McCartney Archive box sets, you can also note how much better an actor Paul has become since Bruce McMouse. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> um, and if people have seen the new Who Cares? video maybe that doesn't stand but anyway. oh okay all right <laughs> I've on that note speaking of bruce mcmiles we're going to go hide in a hole here and take a break uh you have been listening to you are listening to the year end wrap up 2018 beatles year in review we'll be right back folks Hi, folks. This is Tony from Fab Four Free For All. As Mitch has mentioned several times, the cast of Fab Four Free For All do not profit in any way doing these shows for all of you. In fact, we actually lose money because of studio time and other production expenses. Now, we have looked into show sponsors, but for a number of reasons, we've decided it would be in the best interest of all of us, including you, our listeners, not to have sponsored ads in our shows. So, what we've done is set up a Patreon account. Patreon is a crowdfunding platform that allows artists to obtain funding from patrons on a recurring basis. Now, it can be as little or as much as you think you can send to us for the work that we put into providing quality Fab Four free-for-all shows. Now, we know that we have thousands of worldwide listeners, and if each of you just contributed a dollar a month, that's just 25 cents per episode, we would have enough to retire and not have to do these shows. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. 
Seriously though, we've gotten some great feedback from everyone about how much these shows mean to you, and we feel the same way. But it would be nice if we could break even in terms of cost so that we can continue to bring these shows to you in a timely fashion. Yeah, I know, we can be delayed every once in a while, but that's because, as John Lennon so beautifully said, life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans. But we do vow to make every effort to have a quality show to you every week. We only ask that everyone go and visit Patreon.com to at least check out what it's all about and to see if you can contribute a little something in return for all the hard work and effort that we put into these shows for you. Just do a search for Fab Four Free For All and tell us that you give a buck about what we do. Thanks to all of you for being such great loyal listeners. And we are back on the 2018 fetal... Wait a minute. One of them was saying Fab Four Free For All. You were just yawning. I wasn't yawning. I know. He was doing the little rascals. It's spoiled. Anyway, we are back. And we have to start this second half of the... 2018 Beetle View with a little bit of somber news. I mean, uh, in October. Oh, by the way, Egypt Station, which we forgot to mention, was September of, of 18. But in October, early October, we get the horrible news that uh, Jeff Emmerich passed away. A sudden heart attack. Horrible, horrible news. Uh, whether you like Jeff Emmerich or not, in terms of his book and his memory or whatever, uh, you can't deny the fact that he was important in Beatle history. Yes, he was. You know, as far back as being an assistant to Norman Smith for She Loves You and I Want to Hold Your Hand, uh, and then really taking hold on Revolver, getting credit for Tomorrow Never Knows, being for the benefit of Mr. Kite, whether it's the drum sounds, or the, whatever, the Leslie speaker, the voice going through for Tomorrow Never Knows, he did have a big part in Beatle history. Yes. Uh, and it's Even if he just worked on Revolver, and but then he worked on Pepper, and then, you know, he, he walked out during the White Album, but he came back for Happy Road, so. As a, an employee, you know, whether you look at him, and as you say, no matter what you think in terms of the book and how he recalled approached things. what it was that he did and how he recalled what it was that he did. With a slight on George and Yeah, and, and, and also, too, Paul. with a little bit of self-aggrandizement at times. Of course. Which, you know what, I mean, someone but who's if, been no, But if he doesn't, who is? Part, that's exactly where I was going to oh, go. I'm sorry. No, no, but I'm saying you're right. That's exactly Sometimes it. Sometimes you got to toot your own horn. You have to, and also it's not just that, but if you don't know the book, you don't know who he was, even if you, quote, just know what he did as an employee of that venue, sure. his contributions as an inspired person who was going to buck the system to accomplish the things that these four artists were trying to do, I think what it is is that sometimes with the book and with different things, it, it's this idea that, well, who does he think he is? Like he was making himself out to look like an artist. But the truth was he took these artists and their ideas and helped them come to fruition. So without his technical know-how contributing to what George Martin was, was envisioning to, to try to make you know, Lennon or McCartney would have a whacked out idea. George would in his head see it realized. 
and be like, all right, Paul and John are trying to say this, and it should and end up sounding like, like that. nothing like Martin, by the way. No, it's not. But it's not, <laughs> but it's not a Beatle, though. So the idea is... Neither was that. No, it's not. But anyway, <laughs> so it's Bruce McMouse. Um, but the, so the deal is well, that... No, it's not. But the truth is that Jeff Emmerich was the interpreter. That's really the best way to put it, I would, in my opinion. He was sent into like, the ground war to figure out how to get the sound that they In order to have about. George Martin's realized... Right. right. How, okay. to, how to do Right. It. He was the bridge between Paul and John's... And George I wanna, at that point. And, and George's, yeah. And, you know, John's, I want to sound like a yogi singing from the top of a mountain. Dalai Lama. To George Martin, in his head, hearing it and going, all right, I now know what John wants. How do I do it? But damn it, we got to get there. And so the loops and benefit to, of Mr. Kyle. Yeah, yeah, Emmerich helped to bridge that. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, I'm always very critical of Jeff Emmerich. I've always been and in a lot of ways. And for reasons that are valid. Yes, for different social reasons. But yeah. boy, there's no denying what he was as part of this, this right. equation. Right, and, so. and the other thing is, you know, he other than the Beatles... He worked with a, on a lot of fine albums. I mean, yes. if you took just yeah. the zombies, uh, yeah, you know, Oracle, Odyssey and Oracle, Odyssey and Oracle, yep. yes, and, and he worked with Paul later a lot. He a worked lot. with Paul, a, you know, a band lot. on the run, well, and yeah, band on the run, right there. And you have to remember too that he took with him any of that stuff that he developed for Revolver, for you know, uh, Sergeant Pepper, etc. He took with him to sessions like Odyssey and Oracle. So you hear things that are going on with Odyssey and Oracle with the miking of, of Colin that were influenced greatly by what he did with the Beatles. So it's all, it all falls in. Yeah, it, he, yeah. I interviewed him. I had him on my show on Beatles songs once. And I'm sorry, what show? Beatles songs. Fridays, 90.3 WHC. Oh, okay. <laughs> One thing I played for him, and I made sure I played it in mono, was Strawberry Fields Forever. And it was at the end of the show, and he just he just gave me this smile, you know, because I played the mono version, not the stereo version. It was very important because I had the mono box at the time, or the singles box. And then he goes, this is the way it should be heard. And Interesting. Just, I wish I had a camera on that because he was very angry at the remixing of everything. He goes, why? Well, partly because he wasn't involved. Well, that's part of it, yeah. too. Yeah. But he also yeah. said, well, why do we have to fix it? What was wrong with it before? Well, but, that, but they, they, and again, that's right. a lot of what gets me upset about You're right about, yes. you know, you know the technology's coming in. It's, it's changed yeah. things around. But at the same time, also, imagine, imagine you're the guy who originally mixed this stuff. But he had you know? to remember, and this is why I would get upset, is that he had to remember that no matter what, he was doing a work for hire. Yes, Correct. That's true. He was an employee right. who he, had he done a beautiful job. Yes. That was a job. He so was George a, Martin. So was George Martin. But George Martin was an independent contractor. He was After a 65. Yeah, yeah. You know, he was right. he, so it's different, but with Jeff Emmerich, I, you know, his upsetness toward the remixing. Is that a word? You, no, not at all. No, it's, 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 it's not, like it is now. No, it is now. Damn it! Um, <laughs> yes, I take I take copyright on that. Right, but but, but at the you same time, you know, as a mixer, you would think that well, this king is, is, is yes, a king mixer. <laughs> but you would think that it is a, a, some sort of artistic has an artistic merit, even, if, even if you are. A work for but hire. He was an, he type was of an engineer. Yes. yes. No, I agree with that. He was an engineer. He was not. No, Choo Choo Charlie was an engineer. That's true. Yeah. No, but he was an engineer. He was not a mixer. Correct. Because he, he ended okay. up after okay. Norman Smith okay. became a producer. Right. Right. So right. I understand all the sides of it. Absolutely. Right. But anyway, unfortunately, 
Uh, and it's hard because what comes up too is, and you know, we're bringing up obviously his passing as part of the year, but what was difficult is that right before he passed, right before, there were some really harsh words being thrown around on social media. So it's difficult because, you know, again, when you talk about timing of year, it's hard. For those of you who are not on social media, not aware of what had been going on, but shortly before Jeff Emmerich's passing, there was a hubbub on social media, which, which you know, we were, everyone was trying to kind of dance around to not, well, but, but it was it You was know, it's, it's weird because we were on a train yeah. uh, coming home from the White Album listening party. Yes. Uh, talking about Jeff Emmerich. I remember that, yeah. And Jeff Emmerich had just asked to be on our page, or yeah. the representative for Jeff Emmerich. Yeah, we should say that yeah. most likely it wasn't actually Jeff. Uh, correct. Yes. Very important. And, yeah, and when we were talking about things, whomever was adminning Jeff's page or Jeff's name on Facebook had some harsh things to say on our page. Right. And because of that, it became a hubbub. I mean, there was other social media stuff, too, because this person was all over the place, you know, trying to defend Jeff. Mm-hmm. And, and restating people, some of the things on our page that he had raised. Correct. On, yeah, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, it was harsh on their part. And again, we know this was not Jeff, but we don't know if Jeff was feeling this way and, and having this guy right, do right, it. Right. But in any case, but we Jeff were literally... But expressed himself, and the truth is that yes. if it had come from Jeff Emmerich, I think it would have come from differently, and if not, it, I don't know. I don't know if he should have been on social media. Correct. As you know, unfortunately, it came off under his name because that's uh, it's Jeff Emmerich, and everybody's like, "Oh, welcome Jeff to the Fat Free Roll," right, and that was right. nice. And I welcomed him too when you know when when we allowed him to be on the when I say we allowed him to whatever approved him on the approved board. him on yeah. the page. Thank you, it's much better word. But unfortunately, we were on the train saying, oh, come on, Jeff, or whomever is doing this, you know, and then all of a sudden he passes and, you know, I'm not going to regret what we said. No, no, absolutely. Privately, because we did have some harsh things to say privately. But you know what? It's unfortunate. Well, one thing I noticed in the last year is that he started to show up with the Professor Beetle fans the last couple of festivals. Well, I think trying to defend his legacy. I think that was part of it, but, you know, he maybe should have been there a few years earlier to defend it. A little and, bit and, and, you know, my feeling is defending your legacy is a beautiful thing to do, but defend it properly. Defend what it honorably. is that you did honorably. There's no need. Not, when you're Jeff F. and Emmerich, right. there's no need to ever disparage someone else or their work to perpetuate your own legacy. You don't just shit where you Jeff, eat. You don't just shit where you eat. And I don't mean right. that sexually, because usually that's yeah. that. But in this case, you don't yeah. just where you ate, where you, no. where you ate. Yeah. Uh, and and the truth is that's true. That's the true. truth is you you don't have to put someone else down to say because you know what that music as it stands and as we hear it would not have existed were it not for the contributions of Jeff Emmerich I agree. and others I and others but, but he never Jeff acknowledges Emmerich, he others one, no but that's even even if he didn't but I'm saying right. his contribution I agree was with unique you. But you never have to disparage someone else's contributions in the future or the past or at the time. Right. And, and to defend your and, legacy. And, and we should say, we won't mention names, but, no. we, but we, we talked to someone who was part of that inner circle. Yeah. 
and and he did not like the book at all. Yeah, well, and, and that's he, he was opinion, very right. very dis- disappointed with Jeff because he knew him, but he was also disappointed in the fact that he thought that a lot of it wasn't the truth. And you can go back and listen to some of our shows, and you'll yeah, find you'll, out you'll yeah, know exactly, what we're talking about. You'll, you'll know who we're talking <laughs> about. So anyway, let's let's uh, let's get a little but bit again, happier. No, 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 yeah, but I mean it is, and I think well, I don't it's have to listen. That, I mean, that he, we, he, he, he yeah, his legacy speaks for itself. You bet. But I don't have to sit there and say this is tomorrow never knows by the Beatles and engineered by Jeff Right. We don't have to keep doing that. Right. It, it stands right. for itself. Everybody knows. So, it's so nowadays on the CDs, it will say "Engineered by Jeff Emmerich" as well as it should. It should. It should. So, right. so that's a good thing. Well, we should mention because that we, can't change. The no, engineering no, was no. the engineering. No matter what you do to remix, remaster, no matter what you do, the, 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 the sessions the past, were engineered the, yep. by Jeff Emmerich. Yep. Period. Right. Yeah. We should mention before we move on to the next topic because it's we're getting away from Egypt Station. Paul McCarty and, and then Ringo later on were both on the Howard Stern show. Right. The Paul McCarty one. Paul loves going on Howard. He seems like the challenge. Which is weird though because because Paul likes to you know. Well, not yeah, only I, Paul likes to, but Howard really disparaged Linda's vocals. He played that oh, Hey Jude oh, I, I know that, for yeah. years. I know. And all of a sudden, I mean, Paul must be very forgiving, or Paul must know where his bread is buttered no, in I terms think of promotion. No, I think it's, it's a combination of both, because not only, I'm sure, knowing people who know Howard and having, I mean, I met Howard many, 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 many years ago, but knowing people who know Howard, I'm sure it went like this. I'm sure Paul ripped him a new one, and I'm, Don't sure, do it again. And I'm sure Howard Stern was genuinely... Contrite for it. Well, because Howard. Well, said, I'm, well, the Howard first, well, the first. I think the first yes. time Howard had him yeah. on, Paul mentioned the, the, that tape, because Howard played that a lot. I mean, a I, lot. I, I listened to Howard for for tens of years, and he played that a lot. And but Howard's changed over the years, and yeah. and also you know, Beatles are now uh, you know partners with Sirius XM, which is what Howard's on, and you know it's like okay, well they they, they have the I, Beatles I, channel. But you know yeah. what? I, I think That's to Tony's point, Howard Stern is a personality. Right. When you take him off the radio, he's a normal human being. And I've heard yes. he's very, very charitable. Yes, very nice. extremely. His wife is extremely. very charitable. Yeah. So, yeah. The, you know, I'm sure, like you guys said, he was ripped a new one by Paul and said, don't do it again and we'll be fine. Yeah, and he said, yeah. "I'm sorry." You know, listen. Back then, that's the sh- he's a shock jock. So right. guess what? He played that Linda off-key recording of Hey Jude f- for years because that's what he did. I mean, he had people playing bongos on each other's butts for right. goodness' sake. Right. I mean, the bongo butt fiesta. Exactly. Thing. Paul has been on there a couple times, and you a said Ringo was on too. And Ringo is funny because Paul had a thing of notes. Howard, Howard had wrote. The notes. Howard had the notes. I'm sorry, and Ringo kept saying, "Well, no, that's not right. That's not right." And I'm like, uh, "Yeah, well, Howard should know better. Whoever gave him the notes was. I mean, I, f- I felt bad because Ringo was there once, be- at least once before, and they had Vinny Favalli, who worked at CBS. He was an executive, and he's a huge Beatles fan. He's like us, and he came in and was asking Ringo all these questions that only like nerd fans would know right. and, and Ringo doesn't know him and, right. and Ringo's like well why you know gets the point why do I need to answer these questions right. and he didn't show up for a while after well, that well he's a so. tougher interview Ringo I think he is Ringo yeah. has been known and also Paul now and this is a fact he'll give you 20 minutes Paul maybe 15 <laughs> and that's it that's yeah, what you're getting yeah. now yeah because after 50-something years, 60 years, you know... You, you can't get... ask... Hey, when we... Years ago, in 2010, 
we interviewed Ringo. Well, you weren't there, so I apologize. I got you sick the day before. I still remember uh-huh. that. That was him. <laughs> it was me. Uh, anyway, uh-huh. it was me. remember we remember <laughs> we walked in and I said to Ringo, I said, Ringo, we have not, no Beatle no questions. No Beatles. And he like, oh, well, really? he lit up. He lit up. But he said it's okay. That, well, then he caught himself. He said, well, that's okay if you but have we, any Beatle questions. But we then said, no, we're not no, doing we, it. No, we didn't have And we didn't. And we, it was a- Not one. And I had and people it was come good. up to me and said, hey, Ringo sounded like he enjoyed the interview. Correct. Because the, the kids that were right before us right. were all Literally talking from about- Literally from Kids Day. From Kids Day, a sub of Newsday at the time, they were talking about Yellow Submarine and stuff, because right. they're kids. That's and he allowed it, and that's fine. But that's and, fine. I, and, I, and I really appreciated the part when you asked him to say hi to me, even though I was sick. You know, I really appreciated that. Yeah, well, you know. But he did say hi to my kids. <laughs> Because he loved us, and at the end he was like, what do, we do, what do I do for you guys? But we couldn't get a picture. Yeah, no, no pictures. No pictures. No pictures. Sorry, no pictures. Sorry, no pictures. Oh, can we have an autograph? No, no, no. no, no. no. Sure, no, have him say hi to Mitch's kids, but don't have him say hi to the missing member of the I family. asked him because he, he <laughs> it was at the very end, he came up to me, gave me the arm bump, and, and I said, hey, you know, uh, you're the greatest. Yes, I am. And, and he said hi. I said, can you just say hi to my kids? And he did it. And you know what? Hi, kids. Screw you. That's so anyway. <laughs> you, but you, you should you know say why? your name is Spencer. Because you're... Because <laughs> your new name. And, yeah, and, and, you, then he, and you know what? Because you're a damn good dad. I hope I am. Seriously. Right. You really are. I, I don't you know say what? that as with any leg- teasing or goofing Quite around. Honestly, as a, a legacy, those kids are going to appreciate you Ringo bet. saying hi, Spencer and Stephanie. More, more than I, I would have. <laughs> Maybe Truth not. Truth be told. No, probably. Anyway, the next thing that comes out is... To me, one of the most important items of the year, I agree. and almost one of the most overlooked items of the year. I just it, mentioned that last night on my show. <clears throat> did you really? I did. I didn't I, listen last night for the first time in a okay. long time, okay. but uh, the Imagine reissue, whether you got the deluxe, the two CD, whatever. This, but now it's. But now I'm just going to add this in because you're getting to this. It's going to kind of come slamming in here. Yeah, it is. Now it's crunch time, baby. So that's why, as you're saying, you you're say starting. Time, well, you're to... you're starting off by saying, you know, now this arrives, and it was a little bit missed. Now, think Holiday about season? the well, the advance. What announcements have been made in between? Well, the, yes, this is where I'm going. In other oh. words, you're talking about what's happened. Jeff Emmerich passed. We were at the White Album listening party, which was so rumored. What's being, yeah. Right. So what's now right before? Not, to be not even rumored. There you it, go. Was, it was leaked that the White Album's definitely coming out. Right. And we went to the listening party. We yes. came home. We did that thing for you guys, you know, in the diner. In Sorry the diner. if you heard us eating. But I don't care because you know what? That's who we are. We gave you the excitement right from the minute we left. And everybody Literally fun, five so. minutes yeah. after we left. People we were, love that show. Yeah. They're, they're like, right. could we eat with you guys next time? I go, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> and some of us said we don't want to eat with you guys. Yeah, we've heard true. you. We've heard no, you. But you know what, though? Uh, we also... We're one of two people right. who got an interview with Giles. We are very proud of that. So, and it was a, he likes us, but yeah, and it was a damn and good we interview. Like him. He liked That's him. right. But it was a damn okay. good interview, if I must say so ourselves. We only get twenty minutes. He gave us a little more, but yeah. you know what? Yeah. Yes, you're right, Tony. And that's part of the reason that this was overlooked. Yes. And yes. and I should have brought that up. And it's a great point. The White Album. Everybody's excited, getting moisty over the White Album. The McCartney and archives? Or that was a rumor. that, was, but, but the rumor but was the, starting. Yeah, but also the rumor there was that it would be held off until 2019. That was right. the original idea. Because of because everything of else. Because of the new too album. Much, because too much. Of the, way too much. You got yeah. Egypt Station. You got the White Album being rumored. And now the Imagine comes out. Yep. Now, I happen to be in L.A. 
when it was announced, so they asked me to come to the Capitol Tower. Now, Rob, you were also offered to yes. listen in New yep. York. You couldn't yep. make it. Couldn't make it. <clears throat> and Tony, we don't know where the hell you were. No, you were I, you were busy. I don't remember what happened. I was having oral surgery, I think, hey, or something. Hey. Oh, sorry. Them. Right. You, you exactly. Having my foot removed from my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, many times. But... You know, I heard this thing at the Capitol Tower, which I'm so proud to have been at, and I appreciate it very much. But this Imagine really sets the standard for what I think every other thing should be. I've said exactly the same thing. What this is, it's not just for the the mainstream. It's also for people, the hardcores. It was the completest piece of work. It had almost everything you'd want. It had the quad mix. Yes. Yeah. No one, Nobody even knows the quad yeah. is. I know. I think 5.1. For the 20 people who buy well, quad. Well, yes. Yeah, so the 20 yeah. people who buy quad. It's 4.0 if you think about right. it. Right. But it has stuff like that. They stripped the album back. They went. The evolution it, disc. The evolution disc is incredible. All of it is, it, it showed every bit of the making of an album. One of his best albums. Yeah. But 12 songs, whatever. 12 songs, and you got six discs. I mean, 12 songs. Now, yes, did you get a lot of each? Absolutely. Was it worth it? Absolutely. The strings alone on Imagine. I said this. Listen, we're going to apologize right now. We didn't do an Imagine show because... What we just said, we, we, everything came out too too, too quick, soon. and we don't get it right away, so it's hard for us and to also, sit there and do six discs here, six discs here. You have to marinate. It's like marinating a chicken. You have, you have to, no, seriously. <laughs> Not for Paul. You, you have, well, yes, Save well, the tofu. those giblets. Save those giblets. It's Save tofu the wings or whatever he sang yeah, with Jimmy right. Fallon. But the thing is, you no, you, when you have six discs, you, you just can't listen to them you know, six straight days in a row. And then another six discs come out right. in six weeks right. or four weeks, and you're supposed to be, what, I, I, which one do I do? And, and then 11 discs if you bought the entire Well, that's thing. later, yeah. But, but you're so. right, Rob. But what I loved about this, and it blew my mind in 5-1. They played select cuts in 5-1 in the Capitol Tower, and you're just like, you know, you didn't know what to say. But the Imagine, the, you know, you hear the Imagine album, or you hear the Imagine song, and it's a beautiful song, and you know there's orchestra on it, right? But it's low. They have a version of just the strings and the orchestration yep. for Imagine, and when you hear it, you say, "Where is that on the song?" Because it's so beautiful. And yes, now when you listen to it, I can hear it. But there are some really incredible revelations. If you happen to have this on five one, the George Harrison extra guitar licks that are in the back of you are just revelatory. It shows how close John and George were at that time, yep. and how good George is, and you, which you sometimes forget. Yep. He's all over yep. this album. The stripped down "Happy Christmas," which they just released at the end of this of 2018, in a YouTube video, right. is unbelievable because it's yeah, now gorgeous. John and Yoko, and Yoko singing well. Yes, whatever you want to say about yeah. Yoko, can't take that away from her on this. No, nope. and it's actually nicer without the big chorus. It's, I think so too, but. The Holland Boys Choir adds. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful no matter what. But, oh, my goodness, this box is the way I want every Beatle box in the future. Every single Beatle box in the future. It'll never happen this way. Well, they've come close. I I think the White Album is is, very close. But only because there's issue demos. Yes. But, wow. But now I have to ask this. And I'm going to throw this out and not be. I'm going to throw this out, too. Regarding, okay, you know, Yoko. God willing, will be with us for another how many years? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. but the way the Beatles organization 
have perpetuated the box sets after the huge success of Sgt. Pepper, do you think that because now we're coming into, you know, what I have to say, the May Pang years after Imagine, is Yoko going to go ahead and do expanded Lennon editions like she did with Imagine, or is it because Imagine was such a groundbreaking? Imagine was, was also was Yoko because she co-wrote Yoko. Or got it was to co- co-write it was now. Co-writing, yeah, she, first of all, and she also released her own version now. I don't know if you guys heard it. Uh, we don't want to hear it. No, I've heard it. I, I liked it. I that liked was something that happened this year, though. Yes, yes in absolutely. Lennon, in, so in within this time frame, Yoko put out her a own new version of Imagine version and also Imagine. a whole album by herself. Right. Uh, yeah. Of reworked. Items that she had done in the past. Right. Uh, it was, right. Well, I thought one thing about Imagine was that it was out of all of John's records, the only one recorded the way it was. And also, it was a lot of it was filmed. And so there's a lot of stuff around. A lot. And we should mention not only the box that came out, but uh, Eagle Vision put out the Imagine yep. John and Yoko film. The, what, Two films, Give well, Me Some Truth. The Give Me Some and Truth. And the John and Yoko and, and Imagine. The, right, which restored Yoko's stuff that was taken out. In the eighties, yes, when they yeah. they put made it as John Lennon, so they put back Yoko's stuff, and the, the, I think the reason it wasn't part of the box set is only because Yoko is involved and she has her own contracts and stuff like that. Right. Even though it's Lennon Ono and stuff like that, who knows? But there is something to be said about that era. It's the only time they did all this. They didn't do it for any other album. Um, could they do it for like Walls and Bridges? Yeah, because John went in and recorded his band a couple of times and he gets all these great, I wouldn't call them demos, I'd call them early versions because they weren't demos. I, I, if I you go back to just what's available, right now if you went back to just what is available in the underground, right. you could easily put out box sets of both mind games and... Walls and, Walls and Bridges. But those were two May Pang era. era. Now, well, mine's, mine Games was. Well, yes, it was. Mind Games uh, sort of was getting I on I mean, it. she was there, but she wasn't. No, it wasn't her it. on, you know, it wasn't yeah. her doing John. Yeah, you know, it wasn't No, but. It, no, you know, no, there's but, no surprise, surprise, Sweet Bird of Paradox either. Well, the thing is, and I'm, I don't want to be morbid here, but I have a feeling when Yoko finally does pass, and I hope it's not for a long time, I think I Sean. Think she looks better late, lately. She, <clears> yes, but like I think Sean. Will be the keeper he because he is, right. and I think Sean will do what Danny's doing, and I think Sean will release those two because he has no stake in the Maypang. No, and and if era. and if Julian's involved also, you got to remember Julian and May are, are still buddies. You the know, other think thing, about what yeah. May did for for Julian. Yeah, of course. She he yeah. still recognizes it after all these years, and and May was good buddies with Cynthia. So the other yeah. thing, Rob, you brought up the two. Films and right. the one thing that we still need to bring up is that our buddy Michael Epstein, who did the Len in New York City, right. NYC, uh, did a whole show called Above Us Only Sky, right? Which aired uh, on the BBC. Aired on the BBC only. Unfortunately, right now there are no plans for a U.S. Right. Uh, release. If you get a chance to see this, because it's out there on every site, and it's you can see YouTube it now. now, it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it was. It, it actually is better than anything that's ever been released. There's a lot of unreleased stuff, especially with George and John. If you can see Above Us Only Sky, please do it. Got incredible reviews. Got great reviews. Magnificent. It's really, really so enjoyable. So, and there's a lot of talking heads that, like Julian, right. which you've never seen before talking about this. Right. You know, Julian was there at Tittenhurst a lot. And there's a lot of cool, you know, there's more info with the homeless guy who came in. Oh, what was the name? 
Charles or I forgot. Oh, oh, the, yeah. oh I remember him. Yeah. Yeah, but they fed him. They fed ex- him and they sat, sat him down. No, but there's extended footage okay. on that. I sent you the link. Why don't you watch yeah, it? I, I did watch it. No, I'm but I mean, you. there's extended footage with him, and which is uh, really wild. And I got to tell you, uh, Michael, good on you. I'm hoping that it gets released in some festivals next year, which they're hoping. Uh, but if you get a chance to see Above Us Only Sky, because it was released this year in 2018, please do. So that goes along with the Imagine. Right. But speaking Why of, isn't he showing it at the Fest for Beatle fans and as a guest? That would be a I, th- I think thing. part of it has to do with the fact that the way some of these film festivals work, you have to go to them first. Right. Yeah. You so, can't go there so and then because then it then it becomes oh we showed it first at the festival. Right. If you fans, want to have it at the Tribeca, instead of you want you want the Tribeca because that gets you the press. Right. Nothing against Mark and Carol. Yeah. No. Nothing right. at all. But and, and it might turn out that that's what they have like, to do. It's like the LIR movie that first showed at the Tribeca. They they did really well there, and then yeah. they was able to go around the country. Right. right. You so. want to show it afterwards? Fine. Let it get to a big festival first. Right. Yeah. Sundance. Whatever. Right. So imagine amazing, and uh, and we should also say. We forgot one thing, that they did a big thing in September on oh, the 13th, yeah. a John Lennon stamp. That's right, yeah. Using, oddly enough, the Bob Gruen, Walls and Bridges era picture, yeah. which is kind of weird that Yoko said okay to that. But that's the- That's a classic picture. That's a classic picture. I would have used know. a different picture, not because, I mean, a solo, you know, different solo the, the picture. The problem is it's a tiny stamp. That's well, actually, it's not. It's a very big stamp. It's still it's a stamp. very big. I love it. We're not going to get into the ceremony, please. But we are going to say- that they did, you know, a nice stamp on it, and the sheet that it comes on resembles a picture sleeve uh, yes. with a picture of him on the piano in the back. So even if you use all the stamps, you could still have the, the sleeve, so to speak. Right. It looks like a little record coming out of it. Yeah. Brilliant. It was really well done. So yeah. John Lennon stamp, great Well, the job. Imagine thing, I, I agree, was just, it's a great standard for future, not just Beatles, but other artists, too, because... Well, we hope. Yeah, because it just... Everything was there. There's even interviews there. Yes. And yeah, good on Elliot well. Mintz, too, because right. he, he was a big part of John yeah, at that Elliot, point. Elliot interviewed him a lot. We don't, you know, he, and, and it seems that Elliot has a website now, and he has a lot of stuff up there. It seems like he saved all his interviews. And, and the book alone. The book is fantastic. The book alone for the yes. deluxe oh. is unbelievable. It, it has I, little, If that would come out, I'd buy it separately. Literally, and, and this is where the White Album box that works the same way in Correct. many ways. They show each tape box, and you see not just their notes on the sheet, but you actually see the notes on the box. Right. Like, okay, this has a tone on it or you know, whatever, whatever you have on it. So I was amazed at how the only thing that would bother me about it was that on the original Imagine album, which everything was remixed, we should say, they put on Do the Oz and God Save Us, which doesn't belong on the Imagine album because those two songs – Really are not good, and I know they're at the end well, of the, the album. Demos on them? this one are really good on it. When well, John does, well, the it. demos are good. But John I'm talking, does, about, I'm talking about the first disc, the which Electric is Electric Oz Band. I mean, yeah, where they have those, they have that, and they have uh, Happy Xmas on. Yeah, uh, and take, Power to the People. Wow, well, that belonged there too. But the two charity songs didn't belong there. But I, I will say on that, that CD, that, right. that, not that it shouldn't be on the collection. It just because, it's, CD because it's Bill Elliott's lead vocal, or no, no, because I mean, it... let's say you you said, oh, here's the Imagine album, and you have these these really two bad bonus tracks on. But I'm there. saying, like, what makes them so bad? I'm not God save us. Yeah, or do the Oz? Either one. What's really wrong with them? I mean, they're not. I agree I with Rob. To a they're point, not but great artistic statements, but they're not like bad. But so hearing not, John's you know, demo on the box, the box was the, uh, the wow. demo was the yeah, acoustic much demo better. Wow. much better. I, well, I agree it, with It's you good. Other. So that came out uh, October fifth. Right. Now again, all of the hubbub about the White Album really, 
at the wrong time. It took away. A it took bit. away everything on this Imagine box, which it shouldn't have. But but part of it also was that the Imagine box was supposed to be out two years earlier. Correct. And for the anniversary. Yeah, for the forty fifth anniversary. And if you're going to put out a John Lennon thing, you put out on his birthday. So that this becomes you know around October 9th. Around October 9th. So and, and then, then the White Album is waiting to come out, and people are drooling. Uh, and, and and Paul's albums just come out. So this is sort of in the middle. And which yet, is. Again, though, it's the whole 1970 Ringo going to Paul, knock, knock, yeah. uh, you know, no, don't right. put out McCartney. And now, in general, I, and I, we'll talk about it with the White Album, I think they all shot each other in the foot by releasing. I, I think so, but you know what? If Let's say they said to Yoko, wait. let's wait. Now, you know, we assume we Yoko's health is okay, but maybe it's not. I know. And we <laughs> maybe don't know she wants she it to come out. No because, matter what. Yeah, so she doesn't care. that. It's maybe, the artistic statement. It's not for the money anymore. Right. At, at this point... You know what? We're and reaching... she needs the credit. I'm not needs the credit, but she got the co-write credit right, on it. Right. So you know what? Maybe that's it, Rob. Maybe you just hit the nail right I... on the head. That maybe we don't know the the whole health situation, and, and... and maybe she said, "I don't care what's coming out. Right, right. This needs to come out 45th anniversary to honor John. We just did the stamp. Right. And and that's why this she recorded her version of Imagine. Also, her version, which I I liked a lot. I think it. You know what her version reminds me of? You've been fighting this fight. That what the lyrics of Imagine stand for, and it's forty five years, and you're still fighting the fight, but you've been you've been knocked around enough, and I also you still think believe in Imagine No Heaven, and Imagine it's easy if you try, but at the same time, you've seen a lot of things over the years. Well, also, so. I hate to say it, but in this ever changing world in which we live in, because we are living in a weird world at the oh, moment. Yes, we are. Imagine is you need that. I mean, oh, yeah. you, you do. Unfortunately, I, I liked her version a lot, and we'll we'll talk about it again another time, and I'll mention it again another time. But since we're here, John said it in the BBC interview that he should have given Yoko co credit. And if you ever read, read the book Grapefruit, which we have, yeah. he at least borrowed. I know, but he know. didn't give Lewis Carroll credit on no, I Am the Walrus. Come he, on, and, and John, I'm not saying Yoko you know, doesn't deserve it. I know, I agree. I'm John, not. John nicked from so many things. Exactly, over, guys, <laughs> not not for nothing, but. Whether Yoko deserved it or not, yep, yeah. is not even really a question. Because truth well, it be is told, a question, but but you no, know, but tr- <laughs> truth be told, it was the smartest financial maneuver that anyone has made regarding a song in many, 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 many years. You mean for because the Yoko years. having a songwriting credit given to her gives it another fifty years. Gives of it life. gives it another fifty years of life. Because That's what true. was going to happen was. That song was going to go to public domain in 35 years That's because true. John point. Lennon's been dead for 40. Now right. it's 70. So wow. now it's Total 70. 70. That's, it, that's it's, a whole other ballgame. So now I'd love to it, it's going to it's going to be at 75 years yeah. after Yoko's passing. Right. Right. So now you've ensured that Sean, Sean's children, and probably Sean's children's children right. are all going to benefit, and you know Julian or whatever, but right. Whomever, will continue yeah. to benefit from that song. For many, many, many years to come. So, not only did she get the artistic credit, but somebody—if it was, you know, one of her finance people—saying, "You know what, Yoko? You, John acknowledged you. You've been waving that off and being like, okay, well, John acknowledged I didn't get, but you know what? Screw it. Go for it now, because well, now, it, now it, the, the the laws, uh, copyright laws, sort of." Force the hand. Yes, right, that's part of it. And you know yeah, what? And, and the and, fact and, that and, and she's you know who, her age is advanced. And, 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 you know, and yeah. also, you know, the other thing. Guess who did it? Also, Paul and Linda. 
until 1976, almost every song that Paul wrote was credited to Paul Linda McCartney as co-writers. Yeah. So that mean it's it's not the first time this has been done. And it's unfortunate that Linda's passed, and yeah. and and not yeah. unfortunate that Paul has, but you know, 75 or whatever, 40 years after Paul. So that's yeah. you know whatever. Anyway, speaking of super 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 overlooked with all of this, you know, and I said it at the top of the show, George was involved here. It's the 30th anniversary of the Traveling Wilburys, and we got, on November 2nd, a beautiful Volume 1 picture disc, which nobody knew about. Nobody. I said it on the page. I'll be honest with you. I mean... It's a gorgeous picture disc, by the way. The back has that picture of the handle with care. Oh, beautiful, but at the same time, it's a picture disc... It's a sound quality issue. No, no, no. No, not there's not anymore. Not anymore? Picture not at all. sound amazing okay, now. Okay, I didn't yeah, know that. Okay. Not the paper. I, I yeah. They're cut right into the groove oh, now. Okay, I take No more back. paper. Okay, okay. Because okay. if you listen to the Sgt. Pepper one that came out last year, everybody's like, oh, and then all of a sudden, they listen to it, and it's brilliant. It sounds gorgeous. Yeah, okay. as does like the most recent version of The Stranger. Everybody's saying nice yeah. is vinyl, Billy Joel's The Stranger. And we're yeah. talking about picture discs. Picture, picture discs. Oh, okay. nice I, I didn't know that, because I do know that- Back in the old days, just explaining to people who have no idea what the hell we're talking about. Back in the old days when you had a picture disc, which were two slabs of clear vinyl placed over essentially a paper, a, paper, a piece of paper. Insert, yeah. That was a, creating the picture. But the difficulty that led to is you now had a non-full piece of vinyl. You now had, instead of a 180 gram piece of vinyl, you had two crappy thin slabs of vinyl with a piece of paper between right, them. Right. And invariably, what that made for was a real damn crappy pressing. So the uh, picture discs could all look gorgeous, but sounded like garbage. Right, people yep. framed them. People framed them. That's all the, they did. The new approach to picture discs is they are now simply laser etched oh, okay. I didn't know that. works and of it art. sounds good. They're I, I, done. Yeah. I talked to Michael Frommer, who writes for Stereophiles, the big vinyl guy over yeah. there. And I had him on my show a couple of times. And I asked him about picture discs. He goes, get rid of them all. They're all crap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah and, the, but now I guess. Yeah, yeah, the early ones. Because yeah. I asked him about the Pepper one. That was yeah, the yeah. big time thing in 78. So this comes out. What bothers me most is not that people didn't know. And we, you know, we championed it and people bought it, whatever. But what bothers me the most is that, you know, Olivia put out so many different versions of traveling Woolberries over the years with Rhino, with Concord, with right. the, that, you know, after a while, it's enough already. But for the 30th anniversary, I don't know if maybe they said to her, oh, we got Paul coming out, we got John coming out, we got the Beatles coming out, we got this. And she said, don't do it because I don't want this to get lost. Unfortunately, the Wilburys were probably the best of all the bunch because that first album was amazing. It still is. And, and it is still amazing. Absolutely. It holds up really well. It has not dated itself at all. No. If you listen to it. Neither has Fine 3, by the way. But No. This got lost, and the 30th anniversary got lost. I don't know if they care about 30th anniversary or not. I agree with you that the 30th anniversary got lost. What bothers me is when it went to Concord, I guess. No, no Rhino put it out in 2007, Seven, I guess it was. Yeah. There was the vinyl. It was a three-disc set. The second disc was all the three-inch singles, yep. the remixes of Handle With Care and, and End of the Line and stuff, and you can only find them on the vinyl. Right. And I was like, oh, come on, guys. You know, they make you buy it. I, and, the, and the vinyl was $75 for the three. I was like, oh, come on. I can't, can I just buy the middle one? I already have the vinyl of both of these. I already have the two box sets. And, and that's and the problem. Was, they put out that limited box set with like the uh, 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 tan felt or velvet, yeah, whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, it was. Uh, the textured material. Textured. And all of a sudden, 
they put out a blue one now because right. they knew it sold and it sold out. So now a blue. Well, they one sold comes it out so the, the blue would stand out. And I and, know, but and that's part of the reason why this one gets lost because. What is she going to do? Put out a new version in, in, in 2018 in, yeah. in red? Right. And so they put out a picture disc. It I don't know if it did anything or not. I'm sure it did. I, I want it because it's beautiful. So if any of you want to buy it for me, that's cool. But unfortunately, the traveling Woolburys get released and get overlooked because right. this is on November 2nd. All right? And November 9th, one week later, what hits that everybody cares about? The Ooh. White Album. Wow. Well, also, with, with the Wilburys, also, there's uh, Bob Dylan had more blood, more tracks released at about the same time. Yep. So maybe he said, you know, I don't want anything. You know, I don't think, maybe. I'm not sure, you know, who maybe. knows with Dylan. But maybe that was part of it. I mean, I, I don't know. I, but, I mean, But the weird thing about that, Rob, you would think that, again, with, with Paul with 1976's tour, he loved the fact that the Beatles were having got to get to my life out and, and rock right. and roll music. And he parlayed, you know, that tour and everything was going up, up the charts like crazy because they were all helping each other. Yeah. More blood, more tracks. Jeff Lynne touring. You right. would yeah. think that everybody would love a Wilbury scene because the two principals that are st- – and, and God help us, Tom Petty died. Right. Yeah. So you would think that all the publicity would help the Wilburys. I agree. And, but think about it. It that didn't. record was out of print for how many years? A lot. And no one seemed to care. Oh, yeah, it's out of print. Okay. I know a lot of people cared. It was going for a fortune on I know, eBay. I but that, I think yeah. the problem is that nobody has played on the fact that it was, and I think the fact that it was out of print, again, it's that difference between the casual fan and the person who's paying attention. Yes. And with all due respect to casual fans, I'm not saying they don't pay attention. But what I mean is that someone who's a George Harrison fan is going to go, oh, well, it's out of print. Why is it out of print? What the hell? Someone who's a casual fan who goes, oh, I remember that record handle with Kara. I really like that. Where am I going to find that? Wow, eBay. I got to drop 45 bucks on this thing. Yeah. And they're going to buy it on eBay. Truth be told, had they promoted the fact that it had been out of print for years, now here it is, it would have been a bigger thing when it was re-released I finally. Agree. And yeah. with the picture disc, I think the fact that now on vinyl again after so many years, blah blah blah, because a picture disc is still vinyl. Oh, it's definitely is. You know, and and they unfortunately, yeah. I think they missed the boat with this. I, I don't, think so too. but, but I don't again, know if they wanted to hop right. on a boat because you're there's right. the so boat, much product coming out. The boat is weighed down that from way, the white album. <laughs> forget about even the white album. Everything already that's come out, right? And you know, people are dropping seventy, a hundred, one hundred and fifty on on Imagine and. And they know what's coming up with the white album, yep. meaning 180 bucks retail. Whether it doesn't matter how much you got it for, and if you got it because you know for 80 bucks because we told you so, good on us. Right. <laughs> but you know it's unfortunate. But now you're right. The white album comes out, and we didn't do anything on this. We well we did our little excitement show on it, but but again we now, haven't done a review in an hour. We haven't, and we will. But the anticipation was amazing. Yep. Was it a bust? No, I think. I'm not saying it was. I'm just asking. I mean, sales-wise or, or anything. I, th- I thought it was very good, actually. I, th- I think we learned a little bit difference between uh, the stuff that came out on the anthology. Some of these tracks, where maybe George Martin is cutting them up to make it a complete track. Where here we don't get that. It's like okay, well, we could have flown in a vocal from you know something else and fixed that while my guitar gently weeps. Where George um, starts talking during it. Uh, you probably could have got another outfake as. Uh, but I don't mean specifics, Rob. I mean, 
based on anticipation and what we knew from Pepper. What do you mean, like the stuff that was on the discs? Or? Yeah, was it? I'm not telling specific stuff, but was, was it, it a denouement? You have to explain that to people because you know, well, was or it denouement? Like, you know. Or denouement? So anticipated, and you know, based on what we knew of what had of happened Pepper. with Pepper. And was it? Did it meet our expectations? Did it meet our expectations? Was it a yeah. letdown? No, I, I was I was very impressed with it. I, thought, I love it too. I think the book but is. Pepper is well. Pepper is my go-to now. The stereo pepper. Right. But you, you is this your go-to? But we've hit on something that we've talked about for a long time. Quote I know. off mic. We've talked about the fact that pepper. There were elements to pepper that were dated that needed to be corrected because pepper was a brand new approach to something that from a technical standpoint, there were limitations that were reached. When Giles reached into the the magic bag that had all the tapes from Pepper, he found that there were things that could be, I won't say fixed, that's a hard way, but altered in a way that made them more sonically approachable. And the Beatles had, had only done the mono mix, they hadn't paid attention to the stereo mix in Pepper. So we've talked about this again, the White Album was an album that the Beatles themselves were involved in the stereo mix. Yep. So well, all Giles could really do was to do something, quote, different. He wasn't fixing a problem well, with, he, with the White Album. He, he was. Have. He well, he did cut, some he on Long, Long, Long. Long, Long, Long that, in particular, which is but gorgeous. He, but he didn't fix Happiness as a Warm Gun with that fade up in the stereo. And when we talked to Giles, we asked him, did you follow it like Pepper? He says, no. Right. right. And very different. W- and and that's that, to me, changed the record, too, because I think there was just so much to do. And, and also, the, th- the other thing that totally, if you look at Pepper and you look at the White Album, on Pepper, Strawberry Fields and Forever and Penny Lane are now part of the, the box and part of that time. Yes. Where Hey Jude and Revolution, the single, is not. Even though they have outtakes in the album, the actual mono Hey Jude and Revolution are not on the box. Are not on this box. Right. And they right. should have been. At least somewhere. I somewhere. Or Record Store Day. Or maybe that'd be good too, maybe on a record store day. But the way they did Strawberry Fields and Penny Lane, it's all over the place. Oh, here's the original mono, here's the original and here's the, the two thousand fifteen. Here's the two thousand fifteen right. here's all the other mixes. They should have at least on the wide album put the mono Hey they Jude had an opportunity Revolution. to do a remix on Hey Jude Revolution and do it for the Black Friday that record store day. Been a good you time put that it. out as, as a remix. But we're just talking about did they give us too much stuff? Now no, you're saying adding no, a record no, store No, I'm not day. saying too much. No, no, I, no I, you, I, mis- I, you I misunderstood. Think, no, but what I'm, I'm saying about the White Album is I love the White Album. I think it's really good. I think they did a great job. I think so too, yeah. But, and I, I was the first one after we left there to say, I think this is going to number one. And it didn't. It right. went to number six. I thought it would do a lot better, well, a lot and especially and a lot more money. Yes. Number one, a lot more product at Christmas time because now you got all the Christmas product right. and Christmas songs and Christmas but albums you, which re-entered the charts. Was it its own enemy? But you also because got yes, Pepper because came out in May. There's all those discs. But That's you why. also have to realize something. Pepper came out in May with nothing else. With nothing else. And but you also three. have to remember that no one's going to count sales. After its initial burst, after for the it first to chart, two weeks, after it's the over. first two weeks. So my the point is, you are talking about Aunt Mildred going 
Oh, my Johnny that. likes the Beatles. I, you know what? There's this there's this white album record that came out. I'll she, get it for him. And Irish is she? What? She's sort what of Irish she? Canadian. I don't know which. But either she's way, going with that. but the, but the Irish is, Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But the deal is where I'm going is that Aunt Mildred bought the white album for little Johnny at the beginning of December when it didn't chart. Right. But it's not going to be on the chart. Right. So is the it, point but, is, we're looking is at it, it as, as consistent as we thought Pepper at was, Christmas time. Pepper was a summer album. It was released. The, the album came out in May. Everybody ran out. Everybody bought it. It was hyped. It was talked about. It was this. It was. it was that. I have a dear friend who was waiting That's to next, get the, the box set for Christmas. Dear nice. Was waiting to get the box set for Christmas. That's fine. His wife did not buy it. The week it came out, I understand, but she had right, no because reason. you're She's waiting, waiting for the sales, right? Or so, or just waiting to buy because I'm buying this as a right. Christmas gift. I'm I'm, I'm doing which, my budgeting, which the Beatles did I, for almost every right, year of their every existence, year. right? So the, and the, even after their the existence. truth is, was the White Album a disappointment? I don't think it was. I, I think so either. I'm not listening. I'm not saying I'm saying sales wise. No, no, I don't think it was. And I think it still has gone well over a hundred thousand units. And I think it's going to amazing. I think it's going to have legs. Indefinitely, I do as too. will the pepper. I th- and I, I really and what I think I, I like also. I'm, what I, I like also is yeah. I like the book a lot better on the white album. Well, we didn't even get pepper. into a review, but I, I will. A, that's a, and that's a that's separate thing. Show. But anyway. I will say that one thing. Last thing for this. You're right. The book is the best I've ever seen. The it's, book is if I could just get that book. Wow. Yeah. I yeah. mean, not only does every lyric, every uh, sheet where they wrote it on, yep. every lyric handwritten, they went to all lengths to. Make this the best book, and it is. Yep. It's the package itself is spectacular, and also most of the pictures, though not all, are Linda McCartney pictures. Yes, and I'm going to say one more thing. I don't care. The good night. Uh, some people were a little disappointed with it because we built it up. I don't care. It's the best thing it's, on the box. It's, yep. it's, I it don't is. care. It's all about Ringo. It, it is. But it's Ringo. also like the version of Baby I Don't Care, which is Let, like a let's minute. Let's not. We I know. I know. Let's leave. I know that for the album. I know that. But when I heard that, I'm like, all right, damn. But it's a different album too. It's production-wise, yeah, yeah. you know, there's a lot more live stuff on the White Album than on. But Pepper, again, you know, so so we end the year with what was rumored to be waiting in you know in the wings, <laughs> all pun intended. Can't help it. But now we get the McCartney. I'm carrying. Sorry, we have McCartney. Can I go? We had the McCartney arc. McCartney archives reissues of Red Rose Speedway and Wings Wildlife and the. Eight thousand dollar box of nineteen seventy one to nineteen seventy three, which actually was four hundred dollars. Everybody went, "Oh my god, I can't believe!" Are you. all those kids in like a holding pen? All those children? Didn't that the ex- huge box set you had to send in your firstborn male child? Well, I yeah, think, oh, was oh, the oh, idea oh, for those, know. right? Well, yeah, it I was think four hundred dollars, and everybody said for wildlife and Red Rose Speedway. <laughs> And yeah. you know what? It sold out. But but, but hold uh, it. It was a very very limited. How edition. do you know? Because they said it was, and I didn't oh, even know oh, they that. Said it they was. said it was. They said it was, and we believed them. And I didn't. When I heard about the the dual box of seventy one to seventy three, yeah. which, which everything, really, yeah, I was like, it's still not something I really want. And it goes for eighteen hundred dollars on eBay now, oh, and people yeah. are paying it. Oh. And what's confusing though is that Gene Simmons comes to your house and drops it off, which is very confusing. <laughs> it's Sorry. not mine. All no. you all you Kiss fans will get yeah, the go, joke yeah. anyway. But, that not Denny Lane stop by this. No, no, thank you. <laughs> but here's Denny the other. Denny Lane comes to your house. And We're going to get into the review of this. Too. Hello, mate. <laughs> We're going to get into a, a, a proper review on this because of we course. should because it's the last thing. Review. Yeah. But four hundred dollars. Oddly enough, it said limited edition. Yep. Now, if you go to Paul's website, it says first edition sold out. 
It does. It says if they that means put out that a that second just means edition, Kenny Rogers bought all the existing Shut copies. Up. Sorry, but one wrong time to one thing about the the thing is it's still Paul's two of his weaker albums. Yes. And you, if you bought the deluxe thing, you got like 11 discs, I guess. Yes. So $400 into 11 is still too much money. Yeah, still well, too much. Doing the math, it's still too damn much. Well, so rent pro- is too damn high. And yeah. the problem is, though, that people bought it. So Paul's going, wow, they bought it. 400 bucks. They, or actually, he's going, they bought it. <laughs> the fools, they bought it. No, but we'll, we'll get into all that. Right. Uh, a little overpriced. Too many. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going but you on know in what those is, though, discs. But it's some it, great and some not. But you, uh, you and I were talking about this off mic, and and the idea is too that they're beautiful packages. Also, they're, they're okay, but probably the, the best of the McCartney. Probably archives. the best of McCartney archives, but it doesn't change the fact that the tuxedo reality goat. is. Well, it's not just tuxedo <laughs> on a goat. Still a goat. Still a goat. It's not only tuxedo on a goat, but it's the idea is how often in your life. Are you going to open up that folder and take out the, the Polaroids pictures and right. look at I mean, it? You're going to do it. You're going to do it once. Once. Well, the question is, and then you're going to pack it back. So uh, my argument was, and why a good not argument. put out the eleven discs right. on a CD-sized box set package yeah. with a hundred and fifty-page book, CD-sized in there with all the text, everything you want to know. Some Melinda's photos, very gorgeous. Because we're older, we can't read that. And the truth is. Charge me 150 bucks for that 11 disc box and set, and it would be sold like crazy. I agree. Bang, man! I agree. That thing would have sold like wildfire. But the, the Wild other, but the other side yeah, of the coin life. is though, why does he give so much detail to two of his worst albums? It, it, no, no, no. You can't. It's you not, have to you be consistent. You have to yeah. be consistent. And you you're going to do say. it for Ram and every. You got to do it for the rest. You can't. Right. You cannot. No, this, this is actually. You can't I say think these albums suck. So I'm going to give you three pages. Then Ram for the. But it's also, outside the music. But you also have to remember, though, Rob. You, I can still go to that Red Rose Speedway box and find stuff that was left off. Oh, right. sure. But at the same time, there is more stuff left off of that era of material, particularly right. Red Rose Speedway, than any other McCartney record. Right. There was a whole missing album. There was a whole aborted yeah. live album project. There was the Bruce McMouse. There was the that whole James period Paul of McCartney. his. There was James Paul McCartney. So right there. You had a knowledge base among the fans right. of that, a ton of stuff. And you know, can't leave it out just because yeah, it... Well, I'm not saying to leave the music. I'm just no, talking No, no, about, no, but it, you can't I'm, what be I'm talking inconsistent. About, if what you're I'm talking be, about, if, if you're going to do Ram, you should do it better than what's available on maybe, Wild Wings Wildlife. You know, you, know, you live and you learn. Paper. So as you go forward... That's, that, now, that's rumors, a good point. Are, rumors are that London Town and Back to the Egg are done and ready to come out. I hope I can't wait. Those would be my two favorites. But we're going to end the year... Uh, a little bit of a weird note, also on December 7th, because the two McCartneys were released. You forgot something. No, I didn't yet. All right. Because we've got a couple little things at the end, because okay. you've got to save the Columbo minute. All right. December 7th, McCartney's in London and Liverpool about to do a Liverpool concert, and his St. John's Wood house gets broken into. Amazing. Uh, uh, yeah, we don't know any details. We don't know if they took anything. We don't know whatever. I don't know anything. <laughs> you did it? I don't know anything. <laughs> Why do you have that Beatle drum skin in I don't your know garage? 
<laughs> You've got the wings know they, statue little, in your house. Little do the fans know that Tony is sitting wearing a Sergeant Pepper outfit on the other side. <laughs> it's Time a little out. snug, but I, I, I will tell you, if you were you doing that, through, you I, I, I'm not going to, I don't know no, you. No, no, no. We should say you get James Corden's version. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, but it, I, I did see in your window, instead of the no, Christmas tree, that. instead of the Christmas tree, Tony does have the wings greatest statue sitting in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a tiny sketch. I know, but well, you know. Uh, but you're uh, right. No one talked about it. this. Happened and then very quietly. Was I'm swept sure under the. I'm sure. I'm sure but did she come into the bathroom window? Shut That's up. the question. Exactly. No, I think. They so a couple of things that basement. we should end the show with. There was a Ruddles 40th anniversary vinyl. With a six-song EP of stuff that didn't make it to the album. All on the, the bonus tracks that are on, on the EP. CD are on a vinyl EP. Right. Yeah. Did anybody totally know awesome. that Warner put this out? No. No. Nope. Very no. quietly. Well, you know what it was? Ron Nasty couldn't get back in the country. <laughs> is what happened, I think. And all the you know the I, the I, deportation I stuff. Know. And I want to know when he said that the Ruddles I were bigger than Rod. He was going to get up and go. Well, what happened was that Rod Rod Stewart is still preventing him from. from I hate. I, I want to know if uh, Hold My Hand has the. Uh, back in the USSR airplane mocking in the beginning because <laughs> when they put out on CD, yeah. it's the fourth song now and they, right. they cut they all that cut out. All that right. out. So. Yeah. I will yeah. say this though, that Ruddles was brilliant. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know why it didn't get to play. It's 40 years. Yes. And I would yeah. think that Eric Idle would be smart enough and maybe he did, but maybe the record company well, Eric said, doesn't well, the music. I, I know, yeah, but maybe but there's maybe, too much. There's too there's much a, there's a lot fighting of, between the two. Saturday Night Live, Broadway Video. And, right. Yeah, and the problem too is that I hate to say, but I think Idol they tarnish the legacy of it a little bit with, with Can't that, Buy Me with Lunch. Can't Buy Me Lunch. Uh, That's part of it, but they, then they went horrible. back and did Ruddle Mania, which was supposed to be, I think, a, a variation of like a, the way they did Spam a Lot off of Holy yeah. Grail. Yeah, they did Ruddle Mania. Only they did a few in LA. Shows, yeah, they didn't. It never carried on. They never it. carried on. But that's the first time with, you saw Neil and um, yes, Eric. And, and Eric together. Yeah. And they so. did it with the yeah. Fab Four. It was yeah. brilliant. Right. If you and, get to look on YouTube, yeah. please go see yeah. it. But and and of course, visit Fab Four Free for All for the missing Ron Nasty interview. Absolutely. Right. Uh, the other thing is, I'm upset because, and I don't know if maybe Ringo decided because everything else is coming out. There should have been a 45th anniversary box for Ringo. Yes, I agree. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't come out, and. That's a fabulous album, and I don't know if there's any out. To, I don't know. We don't. We've never heard anything of from that. We have. Well, there's John Lennon. There's been a ton. I don't think a ton. There's been there's more been, mixes than. Well, yes, you're good point. More mixes. Good point. Than, you're absolutely right. There's more mixes than outtakes. And we you're have John Lennon correct. do "I'm the Greatest." Other yeah, than that, right. we don't know. That's true. But I don't know. I don't think Ringo's interested. I just don't. Yeah, yeah. Happy anniversary. When did I put that out? All right. Yeah. I'll live. What the hell? You know you're not going to get one for Good Night Vienna. No. Though it would be nice if we did. This, so it's this, all the, the, the down to Good Night Vienna. Shut up. This is, again, shut up. How many times? That, uh, but this is the, this is the I'm going to shut you, up. I'm not the type to not shut up. Because when someone tells you to shut, shut up, both of you. Thank you. Oh, Rob finally comes wow. through. Wow. So is there anything else we missed in 2018? No, I, think, I think we covered everything. I didn't know about the Ruddles. Yeah. It's, I, I know it's, there's a live Ruddles album on Spotify. Yes. yes. So but, just to let you know that. Yeah. Yeah, also, the, you know, the, the Grand Central Terminal show is on Spotify. Yes. And also, there's something called Spotify <laughs> Singles yes. with Paul, yeah. and that's the Abbey Road the bunch of staircase. live stuff. And we're on Spotify, right? And we're on Spotify. We are on 2018. Spotify. We finally that's made Spotify. Right. So, you know, Spotify is part of that. And actually, last night I was on looking for those under the staircase thing, and guess we were right under it. 
We are? What's we're, that? we're under the staircase we're of under, under the staircase? We are right, under we're, under we're, the staircase. The fat, our little logo was right there. Aww. That's a nice thing. And they had other f- podcasts now. We won't mention this. And I'm like, get away from you podcasts. We're here. We're <laughs> we are here. And, we're and, here. Yeah. Well, but, uh, and we're here. <laughs> but listen, uh, we, we want to end this We've by arrived saying, and to prove it we're here. Yes. We, we do want to end this by saying, you know, uh, it's the end of the year. You're listening to this. And again, we've always said it and we'll say it again. We are... Only here because of you, all of you. And absolutely. we, and you know, again, yeah, we absolutely. could be three guys in a booth like we yeah. were at the diner. But yeah, we talked about that for years, and then we, and we actually did, did it. And, and you know, what? Told, it's gotten to the point now where we'd probably all be sitting around still doing. But then again, it's nice because the fact that we want to get a show out there, and we want right. to. Uh, you know, we've all got busy. It's, you know, it's we been a tough we've year all for got us. Busy. It's been a very it's tough year for a lot of us, us on a personal us. level. Yep. Right. Very difficult. And we we, hope, but, we appreciate you understanding that we didn't yes. get as many shows as we should have. But at the same yep. time, what's, what's really nice is that, you know, we all find this time together and enjoying each other's yep. company as oh, a yeah. respite in our own lives. <laughs> and it's the fact that the fans, you guys being there listening... Thank you. Is the motivation to make sure, oh, well, we got to get a show out. And, you know, it's such a positive thing to, quote, have to get a show up because it means us all getting to be together in a room and spending time together. And then all spending, and then, but also it makes it feel like we're all spending time with everybody out there. Yes. And we appreciate all of the comments when we put up a Facebook post. Someone said, uh, I won't mention names, but someone said to me, you know, uh, I'm blah, 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 and blah, 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 and, and I put up a post and get 26 answers, you know, and I'm pretty big in the industry, and, and, and this person is, and they're great. But they said to me, you put up a post for Fab Four Free Fall, and you get 400 responses. <laughs> and I said, because, you know, our fans are the best. Not that yeah. theirs are not, yeah. Yeah. but we, we ask different questions, yeah. and we, uh, we, and we, we elicit also... responses. That's all. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? You guys are the best, and you guys make us laugh all the time. With yes. some of you. When I, <laughs> but I but you know put... what, what about our Facebook page, I think, which is important? We try to stick with what we've done with the show right. and, and maybe some current stuff. We don't say, please write in your favorite Beatles song right. Like, right. or something right. stupid like right. that. Right. Yeah, something right. that's unnecessary and but, clogs up the page. But, you know, the funny thing is uh, we put up that picture of Paul and band in kilt and said, what – Paul solo song do you do you think of when you see this and I wrote Sea Moon to start off and people were funny they wrote junk <laughs> and then and then hair there and everywhere I mean listen you guys are funny insightful yes we get combative you get combative yeah. we try not to we try to be diplomatic and you get combative and sometimes we have to tone you down but that's the beauty of you all. You are yeah. totally engaged in our page. Yeah. And there's no way, you know, we can thank you enough for, for doing that. You guys are amazing. Thank you, guys. Yeah. And, and girls. Yeah. And girls, yeah. I mean, Absolutely. And from yeah. all over the yeah. world. Yeah. And uh, we appreciate yeah. you more than you know. And we, we hope that you've enjoyed this show because uh, we have. It's going to yeah. be a long show. But you know what? You always bitch, moan, and complain. <laughs> if it's too short, <laughs> if it's not long, too long. So you know what? This one's long. And if you don't like it. <laughs> this wasn't supposed to be long. This no, was it wasn't. Like, yeah, but guess what? But guess what? We, that's who we are that's also. That's who we are. And if so. you don't like it, well, too late. You downloaded this already. So <laughs> no, we love you all. Uh, we appreciate it. So, absolutely. So for this year in review, I am Mitch Axelrod, your moderator. And I am so glad that I am here with Rob Leonard and Tony Chiguardo. And we are promising you that we will have more shows in 2019. Take care, folks. Thank you. Happy Thank New you. Year. Happy New Year. Fab Four Free For All was edited and produced by Tony Chiguardo at Word of Mouth Studios in Westbury, New York. 
The opening and closing theme is My Dolly by the band The Badge, featuring longtime listener Jeff Slate, available on its debut album Digital Retro and recent Best Of compilation, as well as from the Fab Four Free For All website. Thanks for listening to Fab Four Free For All. Once upon a time, there was a tavern. Now we're ready. Okay. <laughs> okay, we have our first outtake for the end of the year. <laughs> oh, my God. <coughs> well, we're doing those with the days, 2018. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played. <laughs> so I'm the make the hit parade. Guys like us, we had it made. Those, those were, were the days. days. And you know who you were <laughs> Girls were girls and men right. were men. <laughs> <laughs> so we could use a man like Hyper Hoover again. Oh, God, help no, 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 no more. This is like singing happy birthday. Copyright, <laughs> Johnny. Yeah, right. Copyright. <laughs> Copyright on that. It's like, oh, jeez. Oh, jeez, oh, dear.